What's up? Hey. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Let's get it going. Let's get it popping, Daddy. Let's do it. So what's up? What's been going on? Oh, my gosh. Um, nothing. Um, but that sure was a fun surprise watching that Secrets Revealed yesterday. Yeah. You know, I tweeted and Instagrammed uh, Bravo, Evolution, even Andy. Why not throw it out in the mix? You know, I have a really great idea. Instead of, you know, filming's on hiatus right now with all of this situation, let's not stress. I think they have so much unseen footage that they could do, I said season nine, but they could do season eight and a half. Half. And um, <laughs> make it, like, interesting for us to watch. Like, why cram it into One Secrets Revealed? Because this show was more entertaining than 90% of the episodes. It really was. Um, and, like, the other, you know, hero of this season has been the after show. Like, those two things, like, right there are, like, the most entertaining of the season. The Secrets Revealed and the after show. Yeah, Absolutely. So. so there you go, Bravo and Evolution. Um, the heat is off. Release season eight and a half. We'll be happy with us with it. Tie us over mm-hmm. until you know filming's you know worthy. Weddings are rescheduled. Whatever it may be, you know, there's no sense filming now when nothing's happening. We certainly don't want to see more of you know Katie and Schwartz lolling around their house making food they're not eating and then sitting on their phones or knitting you know like we don't we can wait we can wait yeah but in the meantime if this is the kind of footage that you're holding back and cutting out um like they say they film 12 hours a day and they show four minutes well show us the rest of the footage Mm -hmm. just you know you don't have to do secrets revealed part one two three four five six seven eight nine you can do season eight and a half and cut out all the zooms we didn't it was nice to see and i know they're prepping us getting us ready for the reunion zoom style that I understand, but we didn't need a setup, a fake setup for every scene. Again, it was just a waste of time. Like, you know, like on Watch What Happens Live when Andy does all these recaps, it's like when he has great guests to interview, it's not the recaps because the people that are watching your interview, they already watch the show. Because I know personally, if I don't watch a show and he has those shows guests on his show i don't watch what happens live so i just tune out um there's a couple you know a couple you know married to medicine or i don't watch atlanta or whatever like i don't tune into andy on those shows because i don't care it's irrelevant to me so we can cut out the montages because anyone tuning in already has seen it we all remember okay I don't know why our audio is a little bit choppy right now. Um, I mean, your words weren't cut out, but it's a little chopped. Hopefully it goes away. Okay. um, I think maybe it's my internet or something. It seems like it's calming down. My internet on the beach, my uh, podcast will stop. They all cannot download. I'm like, what is going on? Are there too many people outside using the satellites? Like it's. I mean, I feel like everyone is like just like pulling the internet so hard because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 
Well, let me know. Just yeah, jump in. It's okay. Yeah. Problematic. I, 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 so it might be a little, that might've been a little annoying, but you could hear every word you were saying. So it's okay. All right. Well, yeah. So we definitely need more of these scenes. I particularly, I, we'll get into it, but you know, enjoyed the Stasi Sheena scene and so many others. Uh, but you know, take the, or the Charlie Brett Dana scene that they didn't show. Mm-hmm. Take away Brett and Dana getting vegan cocktails. Take away Bo brushing out Stasi's hair extensions. Mm-hmm. Take away Bo making Bo risotto or bolognese. Like, we don't need that. That's not cutting edge. What is cutting edge <clears throat> was Stasi standing up for Sheena and. They had a lighthearted, fun conversation. I also heard there was more to that scene where Stasi was actually concerned over Sheena. She's like, look, I know this Janet girl is your best friend. Um, you know, you were with Max. This Dana person kind of keeps, like, infiltrating your life. Um, you know, everyone's making fun of you. And she goes, I make fun of you, but you know I do. And we have this banter, and I do it to your face, and it's just our banter. And, you know, OG to OG, they can do it. It's kind of like when you rip on your mom, like, you can do it to your sibling. But, if you know, if your friend rips on your mom, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Totally, up. totally. Or even, like, it's even like that that tight circle. Like, the orig- yeah, the original circle can do it. But, like, someone, it's like Dana cracking those jokes, you know, coming in and being like, was it good as gold? It's like, you aren't allowed to be in on those jokes. Like, you need to earn that. You can't just come in and, you know, yeah. call yourself like, a comedian. And- like Stassi did with uh, Baby Sheena. It was, you know, sweet as silver. Like, that was funny and that worked. And I know they both laughed at that joke. Mm-hmm. You know, because respect. Yeah. Show some respect. All right. I want to shout out some birthdays before we get into the show. Um, I know a couple of them we probably said last week because we're just being careful. But since they are yesterday and today and tomorrow, Trisha Kay was yesterday. Happy birthday. Melissa P. on June 1st. Carolyn S. is tomorrow um, on the 28th. Chelsea NC is on the 29th. Allie P. on May 30th, Eileen um, R.G. on May 31st, Elisa Y. on June 2nd. So you guys, if you're not in our Facebook group, join it, Vanderpump Rules Party. It's a private closed group, so none of your normal people in life can see it. It's a safe place. You can have your opinions. Everyone respects everyone's opinions. And if they don't, you let us know and, you know, we monitor that shit. But it's like a happy place. Mm -hmm. We can all share our love without our significant others or family thinking we're psychos. It's a safe place for that. It is. (laughs) Um, Anything on social media? Like, I know Lala and Rand went to Arizona and we're like in a hotel and some said partying in a bar. Um, Pretty much everyone is still kind of like, you know doing things slowly carefully um i did see jax's new hair did you see that no oh my god it looks like a like giant cow patty like just dumped on top of his head like it was just it was like it was like a horse shit on not a horse but like a big dog or something and it was like not liquid but not like solid it was like like soft serve like Ew. Just a blob of like hot fudge or something on. I don't know. It, it, it looked gross. I don't know what he's thinking. Also, because 
uh, in this Secrets Revealed when he's working out with Brett and he's doing the, the deadlifts or squats or whatever and they pan to the back of his head I'm like oh my god this really goes with my theory like the back of his head there's all these like bald patches or possumy scruffy patches that are like less scruffy than the other scruff it's kind of like his face like with his giant mutton chops that he's doing right now that look so I, gross yeah those are so, so patchy i have such a problem with that look like i i i can i like i have to turn away like it's it like completely repulses me it repulses me and it's not done well like i get the wolverine look i get the you know maybe what he thinks he looks like or is going for but it's all like splotchy patchy like it just reminds me of a possum just like patchy and then and then stubble and we it's just it's not great and then it also accentuates his jowls so his jowls look like massive his face looks like a triangle and then like well i don't maybe i don't know all my shapes um, an octagon combined with a triangle, like I don't know, it just it 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 doesn't. It's not a good look for him. And mm-hmm. then the splotchiness is very possum-ish for me. Yeah. And so, anything you've seen popping off on social media? Um, like I feel like some stuff happened, but um, it doesn't look like I screenshotted anything, so I must have just passed on by. Um, yeah, no, not really. All right. Well, on the 31st, um, thanks, moderators. You guys posted this link. I missed it. Kristen's doing a co-author thing with her book co-author. Was it Michelle Alexander um, that wrote How to Lose Guy in 10 Days, which they're trying to make into a show. I was kind of someone said, I don't think her book is worthy of a show like he's making you crazy. I mean, in like conceptually. Yeah. I think if they combined it with he's just not into you kind of storylines, like if they showed different relationships, like some where they're just clueless and think, oh, that's a sign, you know, he gave me a sign, I'm going to like hold on to this, like that movie plus 10, di- uh, 10 days plus he's making you crazy, showing different kinds of relationships and how guys do make girls crazy. I mean, that could be fun. Yeah. Um, Anyways, um, about the event, um, she's hosting that event on the 31st. So if you guys want to join, it's a Zoom thing. And apparently you can ask her questions. Um, We'll see. I don't know how many they'll answer. But it's it's like $41, but it comes with a signed copy of her book. So I guess you kind of take away $20 from that and say, well, I'm paying $20 to be part of this Zoom I wasn't going to do it, but then I thought, well, I would like to post the question, which I'll get to in a second, and B, if I get a signed copy of a book, well, that's a great giveaway for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to do giveaways, and I know we wanted to give some of our books away. We always, like, do that for the cast, and we like to support um, the ventures, you know, we believe in and, and the cast and whatnot, so we will be, you know, giving some books away, but I thought, oh, great. Uh, assigned one that's cool so I did sign up for it and yes I could spend my $41 elsewhere um, but I'm gonna do it and I also want to ask the question and I'll I'll phrase it nicely because you guys you guys know we've had the early copy of her book and Holly and I've read it and then 
we were going to podcast this like today on it, but we both needed to refresh. And I guess our hurry wasn't in a hurry because Holly's been contacting Kristen, Kristen's PR agent, right? And no one's gotten back even with a thank you, but no thank you. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I've con- I contacted when we got it, which was months ago, and then recently, as we're like really, you know, revving up close to the date, and she's been doing like a lot of press, so it was really disappointing to not hear back. And I mean, I still absolutely support her book, and I want to still. We need to like really get that podcast out of us talking about it because the book is yeah. coming out. But um, yeah, so that that was well disappointing. So my question, I I, I want to, I'm going to think about how I'll phrase it. I have till the 31st. But the thing is, it's like they didn't she didn't have to come on our podcast, but even kind of acknowledgement or statement or anything, because here's the thing. If we had podcasted about this when we got the early copy, it really would have helped her pre-orders. I know a lot of you guys, based on what we said, would be like, oh, it's worth it. Cool. Or, you know, it's not. OK, cool. Um, but the pre-orders are really a big part of the New York Times bestseller list, like Stassi did a good job of that um you have to kind of pre-qualify and you know potentially we could have had you know thousands of pre-orders for her had she just made a little bit of effort and you know now you know based on whatever we guys you know we guys (laughs) what we say you guys may buy it or may not um i'm not going to be biased about the book because i enjoyed what i read and you know, you can make your own choice or just read clips or whatever. But it's a shame because I really do think it would have boosted her sales and pre-sales. Yeah, I um, I don't understand. I mean, every time we talk about this, I feel like we get emails from people writing in and like they kind of question why we're saying this or they say that we come off bitter when we say this. But the bottom line is, is that we have been doing Vanderpump Rules content creation for a very long time and we have a you know a pretty big following and I just I I truly don't understand like just not being acknowledged like it's it's just strange to me yeah so speaking on that you guys we did uh, reach out a few weeks ago to Farah you know baby Sheena mini Sheena whatever you may want to refer to as um she is did you say (laughs) Farah sorry (laughs) Farah Kara, I'm so used to the double R A H as Farah. Kara, <laughs> living in paradise is her uh, yes. social media. Um, living in K A R R A H D I S E. Anyways, um, we reached out to her and she's lovely. Was super excited. Totally wanted to do our podcast. She's super nice. She has her own perspective and story, which I think is fair because everybody has been on a ton of podcasts, you know, Danica, Charlie, Sheena, um, Katie, well, everybody. Everyone, yeah. So it's only fair for her and I would say even more fair for her because she's not a paid cast member. Um, They probably threw her down a few bucks and I'm, I'm quite sure it was a few um, not as in like a lot of you, um, just because I know how how that works with you know side people, and you know on top of that, like 
you know, her following could grow, which means, you know, equates for money, um, sponsorship and that sort of thing is all tied to that. So she said that someone had reached out to her from Bravo NBC Universal that they said, okay, and, and this may be part of, you know, editor gate, Brie gate. Um, okay. From now on, <clears throat> everyone has to have approval from us before you can do interviews or articles or podcasts and contact us, contact me. So she said, yeah, I'd love to do it. I'm super excited. I listen to your podcast. Like she listens. It's awesome. Um, and so she gave me the contact and I contacted this person. Well, you guys, it's the same person that contacted us last year, the wedding. So you guys know the backstory on that. So I wasn't sure if, it, oh, is it just us or is it just in general? And I've, I've since learned it's, it's in general. And I don't know, it's probably because of this whole editor gate, they really clamped down. Um, she was going to go back and just kind of plead her case. And I was like, well, when you're doing that, please tell, tell this person every other cast member is still doing podcasts they've done them last week this week so it's not really fair to you you're kind of they're kind of messing with your money and if you're not being paid as a like full cast member i mean that's her business not mine but you know just from my perspective anyway so i contacted this person and basically i just said hey this person's excited you know they want to come on and we'd love to interview them just share their experience you know how we roll we don't dig deep and try to make it salacious or you know shun anybody it's just like we like to hear from the person and their story which I think is fair but the the executive will say replied back thanks we'll pass and that was it <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> okay then so I'm like oh that was kind of rude so let me just say so I, I reply back nicely may I ask why because we have gotten other main cast members approved quite recently as well as other people we've had on recently very recently so may I ask what has changed um, and she replied back saying well the show has wrapped so we are not doing any more press on the show like well that doesn't really make a lot of sense because the reunion has not even aired and from what I've heard it's going to be three parts but even if it's not because of Zoom it's probably going to be a couple parts plus secrets revealed like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me so it feels like stifling and, and editing and control like nobody can speak without our which I do understand based on you know what Brie the editor did I mean, I understand that control aspect, but maybe for the uh, the main cast members, like you can't like squash someone's voice that made a, a one or two cameos and this is their livelihood and a chance to grow their following or tell their story. I don't know. Just kind of messed up to me. I mean, if if I don't hear her on, on anything else, then I'm fine with that. But if I do, I'm going to have a problem, you know, like then then I think that's that's pretty annoying. Yeah. So, well, you'll hear from us if that does happen. Yeah. <laughs> but she herself is very nice and kind and was enthusiastic to do it and excited. So I'm bummed to miss that. But maybe, 
maybe if they do season eight and a half. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. It, you know, it gives me more hope that maybe there could be a Vanderpump Vegas Gardens spinoff. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I kind of got the feeling that uh, the way that response was worded that um, when you said like she's not a, a main cast member like that I felt like the reply was kind of saying like maybe you know I, I don't know like I, I felt like there was a little something behind that yeah we'll see well Sheena said she's going to try and get her on so hopefully she does and if she does we'll let you guys know and you can listen to that and you know I just think it's fair for her to be able to have her own voice and get her story out regardless if it's through us so if it's through Sheena great that's awesome mm-hmm. cool you want to get into the show let's do it okay so I, I don't know I don't know what I thought about this like little quarantine style filming thing um like I felt I thought, like I felt like yeah. it was like chaotic. I felt like they like it was like obviously like it was planned because they had you know like it was planned what they were gonna say for each thing. But um, just like the sound effects of like the call starting, it's all ding. You know, like okay, yeah, we get it. You guys are zooming. Like I, I don't know. I thought it was like a little bit corny. Yeah, it, and it was too much of the show, and we don't need a setup for every scene. First of all, unbelievable setups. Like, first of all, the one with Jax, he's closing his eyes because you can see, oh, God, they're filming my face. I can't read off a cue card. Okay, so he's closing his eyes and he's concentrating. What was the question I was supposed to ask James? And he's focusing so hard on that. And are we supposed to believe that, oh, James and Jax are just randomly zooming together? Uh more unbelievable is Lisa really zooming with Charlie is uh, on their own is Lisa really zooming with um, any of these jacks it's just I don't see Lisa so bored she's sitting in Villa Rosa you know what I'm going to zoom Charlie yeah, and me, just see how me, she's doing Yeah, let me check in and I, I felt like they kept it really gritty like looking really gritty although it wasn't it was produced to like look like that which I thought was like very a, a strange choice um, but it was a waste of time there was too much Lisa it was they they were fake setting up these scenes we don't need you to set up the scene just show us the footage like I don't mind the setup of Stasi and Sheena okay that's a little bit more natural but the the Lisa calling all of the random cast members that that's fake forced stage less of that and more unseen footage because obviously mm-hmm. they have hundreds of hours of unseen footage i want to see more of that and less of these fake setups like i would so. have even enjoyed just like seeing like lisa introduce the scene alone or something but like the the weird exchange like it was yeah it was just like exhausting and it made me like almost want to go back to um like season seven to watch the secrets reveal just because i was like this just feels like so weird like it, it didn't feel right yeah. to me like it wasn't the footage was pleasant and I like I, I texted Sarah in the morning and I was like what did you think because my thought was like I didn't like I don't know it was okay but it was 
the the setup really threw me off. I liked the unseen footage, well, for the most part, but the setup and these so much time spent on these um, Zoom setups of the scene. We didn't need that. It, like I was said, it, it was kind of like the Watch What Happens. We don't need these montage recaps. Just give us the interview. Exactly, give us the dirt. Exactly. It's just wasted time. Yeah, and um, I think that this kind of goes to show, like the, how there was like a couple of rumors that they that uh, filming was going on, and everyone's like, no, nope, the reunion hasn't been filmed yet. It had nope, that's not like yeah, they were filming this entire time, like this. Like they were in different outfits. This was different days. Like this had to take a lot of work. It had to take a lot of work to get all of those things, time, and then the editing. Like this, this was. Well, a we lot heard of work. from um, Charlie um, because she is quarantined with her boyfriend in a small apartment. Um, that you know, her boyfriend was getting annoyed because the setup. It took like what was it, like seven or ten days or something that all that equipment was there, and it's like you're probably tripping over it if you're in a small apartment you're tripping over it and it's like annoying Mm -hmm. so yeah they were doing this and then they were doing the reunion and it took several days and you've got all this equipment um so yeah that would be annoying yeah imagine if this if stassi was doing this in her weho apartment i think she'd be flipping a lid oh yeah because it's you know small and not much space well, I think she's flipping a lid in her house, too. So um, it's like the same thing. It's like one problem after another at her house. So, <laughs> Yeah. Now they're, she's back at the Beverly Hills Hotel because it's so hard being at my $2 million house. They're getting sprayed now for the moths and um, not the snakes. But uh, I'm like, oh, great. And you're going to the problematic Beverly Hills Hotel again. Um, it's fine. It's like... They, Lala loves that. It's very on brand for Lala. R- remind, not... remind me. I remember that, but it's not ringing a bell right now. Well, it's just. I mean, yes, it's a classic hotel. It's beautiful. It's classic. You see it in the movies. It's just, you know, the owners are very problematic. Okay. Very anti. Very not on brand. Kind of like, uh, basically, uh, Jackson Brittany what Sandoval's saying about their pastor, any one of them could say to Stasi, like, why are you supporting this hotel? They're very anti-gay where they support um, mutilate and like just bad shit. Okay. Oh, wow. And then, you know, the, the, the women that the, they, they bring in and then they don't let them leave. And the Sultans, it's, it's mm-hmm. very problematic situation. Um, <laughs> you guys can Google it. I'm not going to go into detail and get myself killed. So, we'll just say that. But, I mean, yes, it's this place everyone, we all want to go and experience it. And But do I want to support it ongoing? Probably not. I don't know. But we, we can't have too much sympathy. They're there. Oh, my God. Did you see? Okay, you guys, I posted in the Facebook group. So, while they're at the Beverly Hills Hotel, Bo posted about his, like, farmer tan or whatever sunburn oh my god i saw and that really, post it really amplified his skinny super hairy legs no problem with that that's just nature but then his his tattoos which are just like it's like cartoon characters in color all up and down his arm and like, it's yuck yeah <laughs> just, yeah very, and, uh, i mean just like very bold choices yeah <laughs> 
I, I posted in the group, yum yum. <laughs> like, ooh, super. Like, for those that are envious of Stasi, like, yeah, she has a great career, beautiful home. She's a beautiful girl. And he's fun, and they get along, and they make each other happy, and I'm super happy for that. But at the same time, when she's like, you know, like, she used to tell Jack, I will never, ever date a guy with a tribal tattoo. And it's like, mm, is the tribal tattoo looking kind of good right now? Because yes. l- look at look at Bo's sitch. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. I'll take the tribal tattoo. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right, so we open with the, the Toms and talking about having no sex. Um, so I'm watching, well, the after show, and I mean, I don't know if we want to do after show after or kind of interject with the show, but we kind of uh, start with, right, Katie and Tom. Yeah, Katie and Tom, they say they've been in their house for five months. Tom's making a romantic dinner, and Katie's in the mirror puckering and pouting, getting ready. And she ascends down the stairs, and she's like, Well, Bubba. And he's made like some fish and veggies. He bought a balloon. Now I know you're a balloon girl. I, you know, okay, I guess cute effort. Mr. and Mrs. It's like, okay. Maybe this is like post Vegas. So maybe that's the thing. Yeah, this is, um, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Like, their little romantic time together after Vegas. Their second marriage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's, like, I mean, she's she's sporting the Morticia Adams look, which I don't mean in a bad way because I love Morticia, but she's got the white skin and the long black hair. But, um, but then she comes down and someone pointed out, uh, thank you, Clara. She's like, did you see Tom's feet during that scene? They were, like, disgustingly dirty. And she sent me a screenshot. It's like, they were. It was, like, pretty gross. And then I thought about, because he was talking about the whipped cream. And I was thinking with the ready whip, he was going to put it on her. So my mind wasn't going to him. He's like, oh, Baba, I guess you're not going to be able to do the whipped cream on me. And I thought, oh, like, A... Well, she probably needs the whipped cream to get to, like, counterbalance the swampy mess. Oh, okay. Um, and then, like, also, like, you know, he's probably, like, unkempt. Kempt? Kempt? Kept? Kempt. Unkempt. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't use that word often. Um, and we're just, again, where is the um, ready whip going to stick to? And if she doesn't lick off every strand, is it going to then, like attach itself and then eventually curdle and then smell like okay. rotten milk gross <laughs> lick off every strand that's just... well, you know he's not he's no sandoval he is not manscaping i'm sorry he washed himself in a swampy river before putting on his tuxedo okay i feel like you he's know? i feel like he's shaved no way that's sandoval that's not shorts you really Okay, I think we should DM them and ask, or do a poll and have them weigh in. <laughs> I don't think that. Yeah, really. Do would... you think Schwartz would take that much effort? And an... he said himself, "Oh, I like sex, but the whole problem is the initiative that takes so much work. If he can't take initiative to have sex with his wife, uh, you think he's going to take initiative to clean himself properly? Come on." <sighs> Ugh. And this also gives me 
foresight into their like their relationship because I understand Katie now and while like we may say she's Debbie Downer like wah, 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 well it's not my favorite kind of fish wah, wah, wah. hey your man made you a great meal he's all romantic he got you a balloon blah, 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 blah. Wah, wah, wah. well it's just okay but you know what based on what Schwartz said he's like oh it's just the initiative and all that so again if they're going to have sex it's basically up to Katie to take initiative and that wears away at a woman Mm-hmm. Right, you're not going to feel pretty, wanted, attracted, and whether that's a PC statement or not, it's just reality. Um, and I'm not saying the man always needs to take initiative, but there should be a balance. And if he's not, it's going to weigh on her self-esteem and think, oh, he doesn't want me, or I'm not attracted. So she's not going to take initiative because she's thinking, oh, he doesn't care he's not interested so why should I do it because he doesn't want me so I'm kind of understanding her negative Nancy vibe right now because every woman wants to feel wanted she's frustrated I feel like she's frustrated she's frustrated with with him and yeah just all of it it's just all built up and just like a, a mess and his feet yes we're so, oh my god he needs he needs that baby foot thing that I just tried like he needs that because it looked like it was all it wasn't just dirt it was like calloused I mean and he he talks about it he's like oh she's beautiful oh when they you know in that scene ahead oh yes her ass is juicy and delicious so here's my problem with that though is he didn't say it it took Jax to say wow your wife's ass looks great he goes people pay money for that and Schwartz is like, yeah, yeah, it's juicy and delicious. And Jax is like, I mean, yeah. He's like, I mean, I don't know, but I'm just saying, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you, Jax, for saying that, but also not thank you, Jax. Because then I started thinking, can you imagine, like, let's just say, like, let's let's say it's Ryan, and Ryan goes to Chad. Oh, Chad, Holly's ass is looking amazing. People would pay money for that. That is... Whew, juicy and delicious like isn't that a f- weird fucking awkward thing to say to a guy about his wife <laughs> yeah yeah it is unless unless you have like swinger tendencies or something or like you're down for like a threesome like the coat like the the word of the episode you know um yeah I mean, or, or chad saying to ryan oh ryan michaela's ass is looking sweet like wouldn't you be fucking pissed? Yeah, it's that's it's like it's inappropriate for sure, and, and creepy. Like, yeah. why are you looking at my wife's ass and then commenting on it? But no, I, no, I, I, I wonder if Jack said that to Sandoval, what he would say? Because Schwartz is just such a pushover. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Sandoval would be like, "Why the fuck are you looking at Ariana's ass?" Like. Yeah. Look at Britney's, okay? I'm not commenting on Britney's ass, Jax, which I can't imagine Sandoval would comment on Britney's ass. It's just weird. Yeah. Anyways, back to the dinner, and then she doesn't like the fish, and which is fine, because you and I can relate. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, like, I'm not a fan of that fish in particular. <laughs> well, you don't like any fish, like me. I mean... And like Sheena. Yeah, like, I mean, if I have to, though, I could eat it. I don't know. Like, what fish would you eat? I don't know. I've never known you to... I've only seen you eat shrimp. Um, Like, salmon I would eat, or, I don't know, halibut or something. 
Well, I thought you hated all seafood, so we're not bonding anymore. No. I guess i am got more in common with Sheena. Yeah. I guess I'll just ask to be... I'll, I'll, I'll ask to be uh, Janet's replacement. I was going to say, you could be, be the new Janet. This is just not working anymore for me, Holly. I thought we had a pact. <laughs> we don't have the pregnancy pact. We have the seafood pact. Okay? <laughs> and you're breaking it. Mm-hmm. Not thrilled. Anyways, um, well, so, I mean, but I get it. I mean, she was great. She's like, well, it's not my favorite. It was like, it's like, SNL, there's the Debbie Downer. Oh yeah, thank you, Bobo. It's great, but it's it's not my favorite. Yeah, I mean, like you, it's like Schwartz doesn't help himself, but then things like that happen where it's like you do feel bad because it's like the poor guy just made dinner. You know, he's trying to impress her, and she has to say well, it, it's okay. Um, what did you think about him ordering backup fried chicken? Well, that's the thing. Here's I thought. Well, you've been together. 10, 11 years, you should probably know what she likes and doesn't like. I mean, I, I have friends and sisters that know if I'm out at the table, like, they know to get me an unsweetened iced tea, not a sweetened one, or they know, like, kind of what cocktail or, or what I will eat, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I know I could order for you. Yeah. So, why can't he know what his wife likes? Um, Oh, God. And then speaking of on the after show, he was, well, and this is why I'm saying it's more than 10 years, because he was talking on the after show about the dark, dark days of 2009, 2010. He said Vanderpump should have been filming then because they were really, really dark, dark days. And Katie would scream at him. And oh, uh, Tom and Tom and Jack's would have to watch the girls drinking because as soon as they got a bottle in or their fifth drink, they'd all go psycho on each other. And because they were kind of talking about like how they split off from Kristen. They're like, oh, this was always from the beginning. They always turned on each other. And then Tom would say, oh, yeah. And then Katie would scream at me. She would chase me down the street, raging at me, screaming at me, come back here, you pussy. And Tom ran away and hid in Sandoval's closet. And Katie would show up going, where is that pussy? Come out. Like, And he's like, those are really dark days. And Sandoval was nodding. He's like, yes, they were. He's like, I remember like throwing you a couple raviolis in the closet because you were in there so long. I thought you were hungry. And I'm like, well, A, I agree with Schwartz. Like, yes, they should have been filming in these times. And I thought, well, Katie and Tom always say they've been together 10 years. Well, now it's looking like 11 because he kept referencing 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, that's, those should be the honeymoon years, right? Or months. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like the beginning of their relationship and like that was happening where you're hiding in a closet and she's raging and screaming at you. He said, chasing me down the street. I'm like, and you stuck with that. Okay. Well, so I don't really feel bad, I guess for, you know, for Schwartz. It's like, well, you thought this was, Hey, I'm going to stick with this relationship. Okay. Well, I kind of miss. You... I kind of miss fighting with Chad like that. <laughs> like just being. Like, I knew you were gonna go there. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, well, Holly's not gonna relate to this because she likes that part. 
<laughs> like, I haven't pulled that in so, like, well, first of all, I wouldn't want to scare my children because, like, Ronnie would get so upset if I did something crazy like that. But I, I, I do enjoy being crazy. Well, you do pull it on him when he, when we want to podcast at a certain time and you, like, rail on rail on him and be like, God damn it, Chad. It's like, yeah. Chad, this is an emergency. <laughs> like, <laughs> figure it out. And, like, an unpaid emergency where she's actually having to leave a paid position to deal with an unpaid emergency. And I, yeah, and I, I always act like if he if he acts like it's not important, then I get super offended. Like he doesn't, you know, uh, care about well, my my. Can hobbies. you tell him thank you? Because please tell him that Sheena actually messaged me saying she listened to our emergency podcast and loved it. So please tell Chad that that happened and so it was all worth it oh that's nice <laughs> yeah cool so <laughs> i knew you would relate but yeah i mean i really i've been hearing about that dave's hot chicken though i really want to try it yeah but i didn't see katie eat it but they said that like put the kibosh on their sex for that night because they ate fried chicken and I'm like I don't know how that works other than like you have like you're in food coma I understand that you're too full you can't eat but it made it sound like he was just sweating too much it was sweating out of his balls and it was like a no-go I was like okay well yeah you do you she's like Bubba Bubba how about we just lie in bed and go on our phones and he's like oh that sounds great so see when like they, they, yeah they, they say stuff like that and then I feel like it's like like that wasn't like a cute moment but it was like going to the more relatable side of like realistic yeah it was it was i liked that like that it was a little better than i don't like the whole shtick of like we're not having sex like that's first of all it's none of our business like i don't care like what they do behind closed doors like i i don't care but um i I don't like how it's like a thing like he always brings up and I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's just weird. But well, I, I like seeing when they, like, make each other laugh with, like, their weird little comments, you know? Yeah. And it does work for them. And great. So who cares if they have sex every five months or every two years? Yeah. Who cares? Um, as long as they're happy. But I did think watching the show show, Secrets Revealed, mm-hmm. when he was doing that in the five months, oh, we've been in here. We haven't christened the house yet. And I thought... Wow, I mean, a new house, that is kind of something you do, right? And I thought, wow. And so my first instinct was, they're doing their shtick. You know, like when they got engaged, oh, you still haven't consummated it. And they went to Hawaii, still haven't consummated it. Oh, it's their, and you know, Schwartz loves to do his little formula where, oh, they thought this was charming, so I'll rework this formula. Yes, yes. And so I thought it was just a put on fake, oh, people love this shtick. Like a Lisa Vanderpump, oh, can on his birthday gets a blowjob, yes. or does he? Like, you know, it's a combination of Schwartz repeating his pattern, like he loves to stick with his pattern, and then also ripping off LVP a little bit. One thing I noticed, and especially in the after show, was Schwartz really does stick with his, I guess we all knew it, but I was really watching his mannerisms So when he says something and then he like shirks and like gets a sheepish eyes and he puts his fingers in his mouth like he's biting his nails, but he he like he'll say something and then he'll cover his mouth with either his his nails or his 
like open fist mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. cover his mouth. And he's like, oh, like Sandoval would be like, no, dude, I have the text receipts. And Schwartz would be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, oh. And then he'll like look up like from a corner. Like he, the way he looks up is like when a kid knew they did something bad and then they kind of look down but up at you they they know they did something bad and they're just waiting or a dog you know they're waiting they're like they knew and that's how he he looks up when he says anything against jacks it's not two thousand percent supportive he looks down and up like a child in trouble or a dog in trouble and then he covers his mouth. Oh, oh shucks, oh shucks. And then he pulls out the oh shucks. I don't know, I don't know. That did seem a little harsh. I don't know though. Oh, oh, like mommy, mommy, mommy. You know. And it's just he keeps doing it, and it's worked for him in the past. And people thought he was charming for it, but it's just it's not charming anymore. It's creepy. I could see Tom and Katie like being into like like the furry lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like like that would like be right up their alley. Be like, oh, like Bubba, I like that. I like that fox head that you're wearing. I it, I like the way it's looking at me. Well, and then he would go, but he would go to other parties, and he'd be like, Bubba, I thought I well, I got browned out. I thought you were wearing the fox head. I didn't know realize I was. It was a wolf. <laughs> But if that was you, Bubba, so I was like three like, sexing with a wolf. Yeah, but if that was a fox head, Bubba. I was confused. That's they're in the same family. Yeah, I was burned out, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But it wasn't really sex. It was like you know a bungalow. It wasn't really sex. I thought it was you, so it doesn't count, right? Plus I had right? that. Plus I had that damn suit on. You know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, there's cutouts in this suit. Yeah, but Bubba, again, it was a fox. You're a fox. You're a stone cold fox. Oh, oh. juicy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't believe. I thought it was a shtick. Whatever. And then the after show, when they both address it, Tom and Tom address it, and he's like. No, well, we really don't. Um, we do a vacation sex. And then Katie says it with the girls. She's like, yeah, I'm like a born again virgin. Or, yeah, we, we just like to chill. And, um, oh, we did have sex uh, in Cabo. I had sex on cake. And Stassi's like, she had sex on cake. All right? Like, this is when, like, Stassi makes it, like, fun. Because Katie, it was like, okay, that could be fun. Like, hey, we had sex on a cake. That sounds kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Then Katie has to de- detail it. She they should just should have left it like we had sex on a cake. Yeah, unfortunately That's she cool. she explained it and like ruined the whole ruined. Uh, visual. But then yeah. it was like under my thigh, and I just kept going. And it's like, mm. yeah, I oh, rather well. would have pictured you guys just having sex on an actual cake. That's kind of fun. But just like that, it, it kept inching over, and and then the pizza got in her way, and then the pizza was the pizza was in my vagina because it has that pointy end, and just slid in you there. You know and what? The like what this scene just reminded me of was you know that episode when they're in Mexico and like they he like tries to be romantic and like they they try to like get it on in a pile of junk food. Like yeah, I, I, it, that was like we thought that was ridiculous, but it was like sh- proving to be very on brand for like 
what they're into. Very, very consistent. Yeah. Like, they showed the montage, um, f- uh, like Sandoval said, like, oh, two babas and a pizza. Two baba. Well, and then we know the Candyland, rose petal Candyland thing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. two babas trying to fuck on candy, but I don't think they fuck because they eat too much candy. I don't I don't know. Like, maybe, like, say, oh, then he put a Skittle here, and it was, like, really turned me on. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, didn't wasn't Katie on uh, like this was probably like a couple years ago but wasn't she on Stassi's podcast and they were talking about like like they both watch porn and like the like different things that they do yeah. I thought that was like a thing so maybe like they they're on their own journeys right now you know and no she does she said she watches it um and then that's when they were talking about the lesbian that's their category and then Lala chimed in saying yeah and I grabbed my water bottle and everyone's like huh the fuck are you talking about water bottle I will never ever get over that like like still to the like if someone's like what question do you want answered like that's one of them for sure okay she's just talking out of her ass for shock therapy she's not making any sense and my most hated moment of this after show oh my god if you guys have not watched the after show please watch it and i know holly said you can watch it on youtube you just go to bravotv.com and it pops right up and you oh watch god. all the after show videos what's Sorry. going on <laughs> my stupid phone is like playing i w- chad was asking what stassi's house looked like and i was showing him like a video tour of it and it's like blasting sorry is chad eavesdropping <laughs> no <laughs> um so okay wait what was i saying the after uh, show your most hated part on the after show oh, lala lala oh my god this bitch needs to go she's so boring she's irrelevant but she's so she is the female jacks she's so hypocritical she's going on there going come on honey i'm so bored with you and like oh when she's talking about danica and brett she's like Come on, Joe Schmoes from nowhere that have nothing going on. Well, guess what? We do. So don't ruin it for us. Um, just go away and get your shit together. And I'm thinking, who are you to say this? Because this is the, the shit that the show is about. First of all, Danica and Brett both work at the restaurant. Their relationship is interesting as fuck. Okay? It's very season one. Everybody's saying it. Um, w- what is your relevance to the show, Lala? What are you bringing to the show? Like, literally name one thing she's brought to the season. She has no relevance. She doesn't work at Vanderpump Dog. She has zero relevance. Um, and then, oh, you're going to fuck shit up for you? Like, who the hell are you? The only airtime you've had, you've acted like trash. You're completely out of line. And then, oh, oh, I'm so classy. And then she's at the... um the after the Dana comedy show and she's like like doing her fucking vagina lesbian tongue thing like oh yeah okay they're really bringing the show down with their real shit and you're bringing what like come on like I thought thought that that comment was so telling from her because what she did was expose that a she cares she cares that they anyone is taking up any time b she's saying that in front of katie and stassi to show off because obviously they all talk about it and she thinks she's being like you know a a boss bitch by mentioning it because they won't 
And so I thought that was like very t- like it was. She she's told, just dumb. She exposed though. herself. She exposed herself. Yeah. She's she's dumb like Jax. Like literally, the water bottle. This is what got me off on this. Her water bottle comment. She was trying to one up Katie and Stassi in that um, porn. Oh, we like the lesbian cat. Like they had a fun scene talking about Pornhub and whatever. Like that was a real scene. It was fun. And Brittany's like, yeah, I watch that too. Um, but then Lala's like trying to one up them. Like, yeah, I just put a water bottle up there, and everyone was like, huh? It's kind of like what she's been trying to do this season. It's kind of like, huh? Like a, it's not working. B, you're just kind of dumb. Like Jax, like you're not getting the pieces together, and you're a little like comments or jokes or uh, fits they're not applicable and they're not working like even when she went after Raquel the only shining moment of that was Raquel like no one gave a shit about what Lala was saying like it made no sense so it's like she just is spitting shit at the wind like seeing what sticks on the wall but it doesn't make sense like yeah throw a fit have a tantrum like Stasi. Stassi throws a tantrum for a reason and it might be blown out of proportion but there's a point behind it and a reason and it's entertaining and fun Lala's just just like you're going after shit for no reason basically for airtime. yeah you know I I think that was like you know part of the Danica Kara and then Lala jumps in to defend Kara okay Lala has bitched and bitched about newbies newbies oh suddenly you're defending Kara who you don't know either oh because you wanted to insert yourself and get a little camera time so you know what you're irrelevant you can go you're boring you don't bring anything imagine this season without Lala uh are we would anything be missed the only thing that would be missed is us seeing Raquel stand up for herself and appreciating Raquel that's the only and and at that point, Lala can just be a friend of a cameo. You know what? I will take one cameo of Lala doing that scene with the Raquel and, and bring Kara in for a couple more scenes. That's yeah. what I'll say. Because at least Kara got it pop in with Danica. They both get a pop in and Kara's like smiling. You know, there's nothing more frustrating when someone's like coming at you and you're just smiling like, wow, wow. You know, that's a very... It's a good tactic, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we can see she can bring it. So it's like, I will trade, like, Lala, you've you brought nothing. And you really didn't bring anything last season either. It was all manufactured. So you can go. Bye. Yeah, it's... Um, what do you think about her not being in anything on Secrets Revealed? Like, she wasn't even on there. Yeah, well, she's... Okay. Same with you know, Kristen. Not gonna... Like, with Jax, like... I think Lala is just like I'm going to say dumb because I hate to brain shame you know I know Jax has a brain sprain and I don't want to brain shame but like I can brain shame someone that is uh, slamming other people calling them dumb and irrelevant so you know um, yeah I don't know she can go I, I'm glad she wasn't in Secrets Field I I didn't notice that Ariana wasn't but someone pointed it out and I'm like well maybe she has no secrets to be revealed I'm sure she does we all know she does she holds back um and that's why she usually gets like you know the fan appreciation because well she has let it all out there and she does let it 
out there on her social media, like what she's experiencing. I mean, she just says kind of like she's experiencing anxiety and depression. She doesn't, you know, detail it much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, that's very personal, uh, personal. And are you going to open yourself up to that? Like how, t- to what level, you know? Right. So good. Well, I hope they get the message because, you know, Rand, he's lovely, but he's never going to be on the show. He's just doing it to support her. But Lala really has no purpose on the show. And does anyone really care about Lala's wedding? She was trying to make it July so that it could be filmed. But does anybody really care? Yes, we all care and want to see Stassi's wedding. But do we actually really care about Lala's wedding? So, um, you know, in the beginning, Lala... We should do a poll. We should do a poll. Yeah, Lala came out and said that you know, her wedding isn't going to be filmed, she's not doing that, blah, blah, blah. And then once her wedding was canceled, then she said it was going to be filmed, which I was surprised about. Um, and then did you catch on the, was either Secrets Revealed or the after show that uh, Randall invited everyone to the honeymoon? Yeah, I saw that on the Secrets Revealed. Like, what the fuck? So I'm sure that what they were planning on doing was doing like a little kind of like recap of the wedding, maybe not like a full fledged filming, like a Jackson Brittany esque sort of thing, but like a Lala and Randall get married at this beautiful place. They show us like some snippets and then they do a full filming of the, um, the honeymoon and everyone goes on vacation, which is always guaranteed to bring drama. Yeah, I, you're right. That's the plan because I was like, who the fuck um, yeah, because the wedding wasn't going to be filmed, but they film May, right after April 18th. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense because I'm like, you guys aren't that close. And why would you not just enjoy your own honeymoon? Kenny and Schwartz did. And then they got bored and Stassi joined and whatever. And that actually, you know, whatever. That made sense. That and, worked. And he's been pretty vocal of where they're going for their honeymoon. Like, it's like one of those... Um, you know, like every person's dream honeymoon, like one of those huts, you know, like a over the water or whatever. Um, so. Oh, and then he's going to pay. That's not it. That's not an easy trip for everyone to make, though. He's going to pay a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was probably, that was going to be the film thing. You're right. Uh, but that's kind of unique. Like it's kind of a different angle and it seems like something that Lala would be into because she's still getting her wedding, you know, kind of featured, but then the it would still yeah. be about her and the honeymoon and it's a pretty good idea. They, they probably, yeah, would have filmed the honeymoon with the group trip and then shown flashbacks via Pandora style video cam of the actual wedding. So she'd still get to see, be seen on national TV in her wedding dress mm-hmm. and walking up via phone cam, like Pandora style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that it, that would be the way to go, but didn't work out. Sorry about your luck. Are you there? Are you on mute? Bueller. Okay, am I there? <laughs> I'm like, Bueller. I'm like, she's saying hello, but I'm talking. What's going on? <laughs> I'm like, Bueller. <laughs> Sometimes I always think, I'm like, did I say something that really pissed her off? And she's just like angry. She's ready to hang up on me. <laughs> no, but I do enough business meetings where I'm on mute and they're like, Sarah? Sarah? I'm like, I'm sorry, could you say that about... <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's so funny. So I'm familiar with the mute. Um, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, that, that makes so much sense because that was part of the secrets revealed where, you know, Rand invited us on the honeymoon. Brittany's like, uh-huh. Well, for sure, you know, Jackson and Brittany were invited. And I thought, that's a weird thing, but that makes perfect sense that that would have been filmed. Yes. Yeah. And so, that, how did you know that's where they were going? Like to Tahiti or Bora Bora or something? Because every time that Randall goes live, people ask him that and he answers every time. I, I, I didn't write down what it... Actually, I might have it recorded. But he says every time, he's like, oh, our honeymoon's here. Like he, he spouts it. But he's not like that kind of guy. He's like a Caribbean or Mexico guy. So you know what? I bet it was a over-the-water bungalow in the Caribbean. Uh... I, yeah, I'll I'll ha- I'll go back and look it up because um it wasn't anything that I like it wasn't um I don't think it was Katie and Tom Katie and Tom went to Bora Bora and that's when Stassi joined them. I don't think Randall's footing the bill bill for that. I think he's footing the bill for the Caribbean, which is very cheap, and Mexico. It w- it wasn't that like it, but it also wasn't Fiji or I don't know. I'll I'll have to look. Yeah. Well. I'm going to put my money on. It was somewhere in the Caribbean. Okay. So. <laughs> Anyways. Well, they've, you know, delayed it. And now they're saying August or September. So, you know, stay tuned. And then I think Stassi and Bo are pretty much committed to changing it to 2021. So. Yeah. Um, okay. The only thing I have to add uh, at the end of Katie and Schwartz's dinner is... And Schwartz then ends a scene blowing into a napkin. And then did you see he like blew into a napkin and then he looked at it like he wanted to see what came out. Ew. Yeah, it was like, oh, and I rewound it. I'm like, did I just see that? And he's like, he blows and then he looks at it. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's not great. No. Like, especially you're, like, on camera, like, yeah, we've seen Jax picking his nose, and it's like, dude, just be aware. I I get used, I I mean, I understand you get used to the cameras, but come on. Anyways. Um, yeah, let's, okay, wait, what did I hear? (laughs) Oh, so after this scene, I, I just wrote, um... Tom takes a bite of 911 chicken and Katie is trying to talk about mausoleum shopping. Dumb. Glad it was cut out. Thank you, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't feel that brief flare there? Thank you, Brie, for not including that in the season. Uh, that wasn't a great oh. scene. I don't care. So, good job. You know what? I'm feeling coming on. I'm feeling the inspo for uh, Brie flare not there rap. Ooh, yeah. I'm I, I'm def I'm craving a, a rap from you. Yeah, I think we need to do some fresh ones, and then for you guys, new listeners, um, we did Holly and I did a whole bunch of like great rap slash poems, whatever you want to call them. Um, they're fun. I still want to revisit them, but let's do some fresh ones so it makes sense and you know, it's relevant. You know, I was going through like our our Vanderpump Rules content that we like our just our Instagram stuff. Like we have done some funny stuff for season eight. Our pumpkin series was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Our Christmas, our Jack's Christmas tree. I mean, yep. is anyone else doing this? 
um, remember Raquel's like, oh my god, I love your pumpkins in this whole series. Like, yeah, she's right. That was, was really fantastic. Sweet. It was. Yeah, well, it was great, too. Yeah, it was. Sheena, li- Sheena liked it, too. Yeah. And Sheena's mom liked it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we go on to... Okay, where are we? We go on to... Jackson Brittany. My mom's landing at the LAX. The LAX. <laughs> where, where Jack's like, where? where? Where is she landing? Like, Jax, where do you think? Like, where yeah. do you think that she... Like, what, Ventura? <laughs> well, she could have flown into Burbank. Would have been a little closer for them. <laughs> but as if they would pick her up. <laughs> yeah. Um, certainly no one picked up Terry because we were standing next to her while she was waiting for a ride in Kentucky. <laughs> And, cer- and, and certainly no one picked up those short curtains that were featured in Jackson Brittany's house. <laughs> I love that though because I did that myself. I've, I've done that so time. I've ordered stuff so many times like that where it's just like, oh shoot. <laughs> but I usually oh, I, I, I usually don't go like I usually hold it up and go, that's not gonna work and then I throw it in a closet and never return it. but I, I normally like wouldn't hang the wrong one to like display to everyone what I did yeah both of them (laughs) (laughs) like that takes a lot of work (laughs) yeah oh my god so yeah we're talking about Jackson Brittany he's got his mutton chops and they're all patchy like a possum like the back of his head like I took it okay so you know we talked about this already he can't I don't he can't really grow hair consistently i mean i think schwartz in quarantine looked more consistent with his grizzle but it was all patchy like a possum and then they show the scene of him and brett working out at gold's gym and then there's like patchy possum patches of stubble in the back of his head like i know you brought this up before when he has like the bald spots right yeah he really did i like photographed it yeah he no he really does for sure so I don't know why he's choosing these haircuts he's choosing, but, you know, I, I mean, I can see him going fully shaved. Like, he he has gotten close to it, but, like, he's just that kind of guy, like, yeah, you know, the bro that's all I mean, up. I, this is, I mean, I think, I'm sure I've talked about this before on here, but, like, I am kind of into, like, the Jack's, like, fuckboy hair. Like, not, I, I hate the Wolverine. Like, I, I, like I said, I have to, like, literally, like, turn away. I, I, I can't even watch him talk when he looks like that. But yeah. when he is, when he has his little haircut that he's, like, maybe a little too old for, I think he looks really good. And especially, like, after <laughs> he's been hitting lit method three times a day, like, he's been looking really good. But whatever is going on right now, like, he, I don't know, like, what he's trying to switch up or, like, what, um, like, I, I don't know what's going yeah. on, but I'm, I, I'm confused and like, yeah. I, I need, like, my blankie. Yeah, we also need to readdress that lit method um, commute thing because I've been hearing people, like, talk about it. I'm like, yeah, we already mapped it out. We talked about the timing of the classes. Um, I'm like, did you read that? Are you talking about that article? It's just a couple of things I've heard, read. Well, I read an article and I was like, oh my God, like they listen to our podcast and they're like literally are doing an article about the argument that we made about this, but there was no right. mention of our podcast and 
as um, per usual. And not even, but like the article didn't even make as strong of points as we did. It was a very like weak, like, like it, it, there yeah. was no, there was no full circle in the article. He would be gone nine hours a day. <laughs> so someone needs to break that down and DM Brittany the actual like. Um, mileage and time and blah 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 and, or if he goes back and forth it's like that is a full time job commuting back and forth for nine hours or if he's just waiting there the whole time well clearly he wasn't for that last class because they were filming it at their house so he was going back over so even if he stayed in West Hollywood for two classes that's like you know a six hour span then he goes back home and then he goes back down and then that's another three-hour span. And so, is she not... Asher will. Asher will check it. It's like, well, you could just park his car at Lib Method and leave his phone in the car and then go do whatever the fuck he's going to do. Um, come on, Brittany. You're not a little suspect of that? <laughs> um... So I saw um, all of the, I saw like Bo getting a, a Lit Method rower and Jax, like the whole gang is getting rowers from Lit Method. Um, they, they have their own, um, you know, like merch, their own equipment. Yeah. Um, so I was going to order one, you know, just so, so I could be in with the gang, but um, haven't done it yet. Well, I mean, apparently all we need to do is plug them, right? Yeah. Lit oh. Method, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a rower they send them, right? It's a rower, yes. And you can buy, anyone can buy a rower. You can go to their website. It's uh, $1,800, that's it, and it could be yours. Yeah. How much are the Peloton bikes? I don't know. But you know what? I really appreciate that company because they suspended shipping for safety reasons and then they provided 90-day free trial for everybody. And this is not a SponCon. This is not a commercial. I just appreciate that they seem like a a pretty good, respectful company. A company could, because they were saying they weren't even taking orders once the pandemic hit. They were saying we're not going to take orders and ship them. We are honoring this, you know no shipping no contact we're well, not it's going because to the machine has to like they come and they set it up in your house you know right but there's still people construction workers coming in and doing things uh hello stassi they're still having Bo had an electrician there the other day like there's still shit that's happening oh totally i just think it was you know they were taking a stand and a responsible stand and at the same time they're getting people hooked on their um, free app for 90 days not 30 days not two, not 14 days and I think they're thinking oh they'll connect with their instructors so maybe they'll want to buy a Peloton going forward so I think it's really good market seating it's kind of like back in the okay I know you're not going to relate to this but some of you like super dinosaurs like myself when you're on an airplane and we would the flight attendants would give us a CD of America Online free 100 hours of America online like I already had that shit handled because like as soon as like the internet existed I was that's what I asked my mom for Christmas I'm like I want a 14 14 4k modem oh now the next year I want a 24k modem and I got it but like 
I didn't need the AOL because I already had that shit set up, but most people did it. So <laughs> what I'm saying is they're seeing the market. They're getting you hooked on their instructors, and you might want to buy a Peloton bike. And right now, I kind of want to buy one just to support the company. <laughs> Not going to, but, you know. But you do. <laughs> yeah. Stop age-shaming me in your mind right now. Fucked up. No, I was... I one hundred. I totally remember the, the free seat. <laughs> or diskette. How about the diskette? Do you remember the floppy disk? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. That is so funny. At least I referenced the CD and not the diskette. But the I, floppy was, disk. I was never cool enough to ask my mom for a modem, though. Like, that. You're in, like that's another... It's a next level right there. Oh, well, they like to give me something useful and something I wanted and needed and cool. And, you know, it wasn't cheap. I think it was like 120 bucks or something. Daisy, is it? Can you hear Daisy screaming behind me? Oh, my God. No, if you need to take a break, we can. No, it's okay. It's okay. But you can just pause it. You don't have to stop and then. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. We'll see if she stops. (laughs) Okay. She'll she'll survive. She's fine. She's fine. Um, Did I tell you? Did I tell you, um, by the way, here's a little tip for you. I'm sure you figured out for yourself. Um, don't buy slime. <laughs> oh, dude, I know. Slime has, cha- slime has changed from when I first, for me, it was just a globby glob. It's just like, whoa, you squish it. Um, unfortunately, I bought these things in the, the Target dollar section, and I thought they were bubbles because they were in like a bubble container. Oh no, it was slime and it was like neon colors, but obviously it was like super cheap slime. So the kids went and rolled it all along my carpet. So there was bright Barney purple dinosaur stains on my carpet and then Play-Doh as well. So Play-Doh stains and Michaela and Ryan were freaking out there. I was like, "Uh, clearly I don't care. Have you seen my carpet? It looks like a motorcycle is like run through here after dirt biking. Okay. Don't care. Um, but they were worried about it. So I feel like I was worried to make them relieved. I'm like, I know there's some like grandmother recipe on the internet. That's it, I go, I swear it's going to be like vinegar or baking soda or something like that. Sure enough, Googled it. I was fucking right baking soda and vinegar and put that shit on there it quite honestly the carpet looks better than it did before yeah um i've had it was really scary and it also melted all over the cement cement oh (laughs) god i know i like i try to outlaw slime but then ronnie will be like mom please please i'm like okay if i see you give it to your sister or it's in anywhere other than the kitchen like you're done and I'm in her room right now recording by her Barbie dollhouse, and there's a big old jar of slime. And the latest thing that she's into is nail polish. And so she has all these nail polishes in here, and then Daisy tries to get into those. And, I mean, so I've had, like, nail polish problems, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so, like, Ronnie's old enough to be responsible with it and know better, but, like, not to know better. Yeah, then she'll leave it sitting there. Yes, yeah. Well, you are welcome to come over here with slime because, um... You can't trash us. <laughs> it's already trashed outside. Oh, and then I bought this chalk. I was like, oh, great. I've got, you know, the, the patio, like, um, not the yard part, but the, you know, the cement part. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I figured out by washable crayons, by washable markers, I figured this shit out, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a parent. I figured this shit out. 
I'm like, oh, chalk. Everyone's doing chalk on the sidewalks now, right? In quarantine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it was in the dollar section. It wasn't one, but it was three. I just thought it's three dollar chalk. It said sidewalk chalk. Um, expected to open the box and pour out big things of chalk. Oh no. I was like, hey, Ryan had hidden the box. I'm like, where's the chalk? The chalk will be a great activity for the kids. But where's the... He's like, shh, don't say that word. Don't say that. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, apparently you have to make the chalk. And it comes with a mask and it says, stay six feet away while you're mixing the... Or whatever. You have to like mix it up with a mask and it's toxic and stay away from people make sure you're in open air i'm like you have to fucking make the chalk fuck this shit so don't buy the three dollar chalk buy the actually made chalk you know what is really cool if you ever see this um there's crayola chalk and it's like much more vibrant than like the regular chalk and diane got this and it was i was like what the i was like tripping out at her house so it's crayola 3d chalk and it comes with 3d glasses and you color that shit on the sidewalk and it like comes to life it's insane and can you get it off yeah it's with like crayola washable like chalk it is that washable shit is yeah it's the bomb what um where did you get that new combination of like trampoline slip and slide oh my god target it's like a it's like a um like a blob a water blob mixed with a slip and slide but it was amazing yeah it's really cool uh well when i went there on thursday and it was too late to get amazon water balloons so i'm like well target had plenty i told holly Oh, they didn't have shit. Yeah. I and know. I'm like, you know what I had? I had this backup pack and I'm like talking old school and even old school is so much better than we had to put it on our kitchen sink. But even old school, you have to use a spigot and you do one by one, one mm-hmm. by one. And the, the kids lost interest. I did that too. I was tying them and then they wouldn't like, yeah, it was a disaster. They're like, man, this is boring. Yeah. This takes <laughs> too long. Yeah. Guess what we had to do, motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> we had to walk to school. The snow. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. Well. So okay. back to the short curtains. Um, then we have to do a little montage of um, Jacks, you know, and Brittany fantasizing about their child that they're gonna have. And Brittany's like, "Well, you better watch our child." And he's like, "You're gonna leave. You're gonna leave me with your child. I mean, my child. You're gonna trust me." It was just dumb. Yeah, like, your kid. Uh, oh, our kid. Yeah, he's like, oh, I need to be supervised. I was like, that was like a little put on. Yeah. My God. Yeah. She's like, hey, he's got nothing coming. He's like, mm, he really doesn't. It's called he wants Sherry to live there and be your nanny. Yeah, and then I remember the- they've talked about Sherry moving to LA. Yes. So. I mean, like, I, I definitely love the feeling that that um knowing that sherry lived in la like what that would bring to la i feel like la could really use sherry like she a little sherry cartwright you know hi y'all i'm here (laughs) she's gonna be up in um what is it that the country club like wow you should know, know the name because there's nowhere like no country bars around here where you could go like line dancing you had to go to like thousand oaks or like pacoima or something like that hey do they still have that thing where like i, I think like um 
the girls next door went on this and when I saw this I wanted to do it so bad it's like you go horseback riding in the Hollywood Hills and then like you yeah, end I up at, at, at like a Mexican restaurant I did that I did it with Heidi and Carrie and a couple other people is that uh, shit no. still around? yes well I'm sure it is I mean they did it not that long ago it, <sighs> Okay, you know, yeah, you can do it. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, you just kind of go down a trail. You go over some freeways and underpasses. But then, like, the horse is, like, veering on the right side of a cliff. And I'm like, I don't really know this horse. I don't trust this horse. And he's like, I'm like, no, no, no. Let's go on the inside towards the mountain of the cliff. But he's veering on to the right side it's a giant fucking horse so when I got on this horse it was so tall <laughs> they had me up three steps okay so imagine my back door steps right it's like three tall steps uh-huh. okay so I had to do that plus a bucket <laughs> like a pail you know like a, a big vat pail plus a pail to get up on this horse so they weren't thinking ahead because so we do this. I'm nervous about this big horse, and he's veering off to the cliff, right? Like riding the cliff, just like uh, you make me a little nervous. Um, and then it was just also boring because you're just like, and it was like that's kind of the fun of horse riding. It's like. Oh, you get him to trot, maybe gallop a little bit, and then you, oh, you just trail around. But I don't. I, I mean, at this point, I can just walk the fucking trail. <laughs> so I didn't really get any thrill out of it, and he was too big for. And there was no space because we're doing the Hollywood Hills. I'm like, I don't want him to trot or gallop up here, no fucking way. But then, yes, we end as it comes down, and we stop this Mexican restaurant exactly, and it's very old school, like El coyote where you know tom and katie always go where the women wear those big hoop traditional mexican dresses Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. it's like that it's just way up in the fucking you know do you know where the hayride is the hollywood hayride Mm -hmm. where it's it's the it's around there and so you get there and there's nothing else around it's like oh this is your break before you get to the end and you go in there and just it's so pre-manufactured like here's your margarita and your chips and dip and it's very standard it's not like oh this is an authentic mexican place and it may be but it's like you know the the neon green margarita it's like yeah i don't want that shit fuck that or or like oh you can get a thousand different flavors of frozen do you want pineapple mango but you know guava blah blah it's like that's your sign right there that it's not going to be a fucking good drink it's going to be just sugar and processed shit so it's like, eh. but anyways, so whatever, we do the thing, go back out. I had one of the tallest horses. <laughs> oh, no one thought about how I was going to get back on this horse. <laughs> it's so fucking tall. Like it's, it's back is as tall as my head. How, and then the, the stirrup, I, how am I supposed to, I couldn't do it. And I'm like, when I did it, I had three steps and a pail. So so would 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 they have to so, do like cheerlead cheerleader I, launch you? No, I was freaking out. I was like, well, no. so these guys at the Mexican restaurant came out to like throw out the trash and I was like 
uh, spoke to them and was like, can you help me somehow? Everybody else got on their horse because their house was like three feet shorter or they were on lower, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, and they were like, oh. And they come out with some pails, you know, that was like mass-produced beans or whatever was in there. And they like, and then I get on the pail and then they literally put their hand on my butt and like project me up. And I'm like, well, I hope that was good for you. It was good for me. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and I needed, I was barely able to get back on the horse. So if you do that, just make sure you either get a really short horse or you think ahead because you're short and it's not going to work out for you well if you're on a big horse. So basically say, I'm going to bring that pail with me. <laughs> Put it on your back, like like wire it to a backpack. And you'll just be like a cone head, like coming out of the back. It'll of the be thing. like super cute Instagram pictures, you know. Like travel with pail for sure. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you can still do that. I probably would not do it again. Yeah. Um, I'd rather go to Golden West and like do a little hurdles with the little pony horses over there. Yeah. Um, no, they have legit horses over there, but you know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah, not my idea of fun. Because when I used to ride horses growing up, and like, but we're in pastures and trails, and we're like trotting and galloping, and it's scary, but it's fun, and it's like, mm. so I did it. I've done it several times, but in like open, not on this cliffside trail shit, and with a big ass stallion. Yeah. It's but what's your point about that, bringing that up? I don't know. I was just saying I want to do that. <laughs> okay. So it related to nothing about the show? It, 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 it um, like I was <laughs> fantasizing about Sherry moving to L.A. And then I was thinking oh, of like a classic. you ride horses. Yeah, like okay. a classic country L.A., you know, like a Sherry Cartwright moment. Well, I think she'd do well like in Victorville or something. Yeah, maybe Norco. Um, yeah. Or... Well, you know, fuck. Corona used to be horse country, and now it's strip malls and tract houses. Mm-hmm. It's, crazy. it's crazy how it changed. When I first moved here, it was like we, my friend had a cousin, and they had a horse ranch in Corona. And we, I was like, wow, this is so far out there. This is halfway to Vegas. Literally, I thought it was halfway to Vegas. Oh, my God. Because it was the Green Hills. And you know where that um, dam is with the American flag on mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that whole area. And there was nothing there before. Yeah, my family had a, a dairy, like a, they, you know, produced milk right in that area. Ron and Diane turned milk? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, he's Danish, right? I mean... Dutch, yeah. Dutch. I mean, it's a bit... Well, Dutch is very um, dairy country. Mm-hmm. I've been to the Amsterdam airport. It's all cheese. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways. Okay, so now um, we go to, to, to introduce this scene. We go to Sheena and Stassi and Bo quarantined, you know, to see, like, what's going on. And I thought it was cute that Sheena, you know, uh, did a Chef Boyardee joke. You know, it was nice to show that she's paying attention. I thought it was cute. Um, yeah, but I'm tired of I was going to make bolognese. But now I'm going to make Bo's risotto and with this, like, flat hair. And I just can't get the tattoos out of my head and the, like, weird legs, hairy cartoon legs. I'm like, yeah, oh, Stassi. Y- you know, really? Okay. 
I'm as long as you're happy, I'm happy. Cool. Yeah. It's not a looks thing. It's just, you know, his sometimes he's just a little too much for me. Hey, Bolane, but he's just too boardy. He's yeah. just too bo wo bo wo wo. So I'm starting to buy into the other conspiracy theories. It's like he's finally made it and he's got his dream and I just don't want her to get taken advantage of. And I'm not saying I don't think he is. I think they're very happy right now. I do think it could change. Yeah. Um, yeah, same. I, I have the same exact feelings. I'm like very like I'm feeling just like a lot of like red flags and caution for her. I, But um you know, like, like if that's if that yeah. works for her, then I'm happy for her. But I feel like I feel like you know, in the years that she's been on the show and that I've listened to her podcast, and I just, I really, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know. I think she needs someone that challenges her and keeps her on her shit. And like he did for a bit, but like him saying he's too busy he couldn't even commit to the honeymoon thing that Randall's providing I'm like what are you so busy with you dropped everything to go on tour with her and then just the I mean that was a red flag and the emasculating that kind of I control everything in my life everything this is the only thing I can't control is the proposal and I thought well that and then the house being and then I think I feel like that's the whole spending, thing like I think that um she gonna catch she, up with her she was done she was done being controlled by Patrick like she's not gonna have ever feel that again so she's she's taking control of that and and I um, love that yeah me too but like what she so she's saying to herself I'm gonna do something different I'm gonna pick someone different that no one thinks you know that it's not gonna be my normal choice and let's try this and like I feel like then she chose Bo and he's the polar opposite of everything that has ever been before for her and she's convinced herself that that's what she wants which you know she might want that because he dotes on her which is what she wants in the short term i don't know that it's what she needs right he's not he's he's really not a lot different than carter the difference is is like he's not he's not trying to suck off her but ultimately he is and I'm not saying sucking, but he is spending a lot of her money during this home rental to make his man cave. And he's not working so he can go on tour with her. And so it is a little Carter-esque. I don't think it's the same way. Like he's not trying to be a sponge by any means, but it is eventually going to get to her, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to get to him too. I think it's going to be... Him too. Yeah. Yes. It's... um her her, like de- he's her under demands her thumb. yeah her demands are going to get old and like the he, it's kind of like I've caught him talking to her in like a certain tone where it's kind of like dude you signed up for this like you can't throw an attitude back to her now like you created this like yeah. anytime anyone gets into a relationship with Stassi the guys start like being like dude like she's too much you know like Peter said that Jack said that Frank everyone has been like whoa 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 like I got to pump the brakes on this and you can tell that Bo is starting to kind of do that same thing, but it's like... But he's felt, he feels held hostage, yes. which he is. Yes. That's what she did differently this time. <laughs> is she, yeah. made, she made sure that, you know... 
when it's going to backfire on both their behalf. So it's it like is, I'm, I'm, it is. I'm glad she's not under anybody's thumb, but him being under her thumb too much is going to backfire. And that's where I wanted her to meet someone more, uh, uh, just different industry or different position where, or someone that doesn't maybe care about this or that and I'm not saying Bo did he didn't watch the show he says and he doesn't didn't want to be on the show he's doing but he did want to be in this industry he's an up and coming actor he's a cat you know he's in this and he's loving it he's thriving he loves this where some people are just kind of doing it to like I think Randall is now loving it but he was unsure and he was careful because he had a career to protect and now that he's seeing positive feedback he's opening it up more because he's like oh people like me okay well this is okay but you know still on a limited basis yeah I mean especially for Randall for like what it's done for his career is no one knew his name before but honestly because of Lala there's now all of us viewers from Vanderpump Rules that would be like oh that's Randall Emmett where the person next to me would be like who like no one like so even a small amount of people knowing your name is better than none you know so it's doing something for him yeah um and with Bo like I I feel so bad having these these thoughts but um because he he seems like a really nice guy and and I want I really want Stassi to be happy but I just I'm just a little nervous about um about how it's all gonna go down yeah, and I don't think it's either one of them being malicious or using no, it no. each other. It's just it's just a collateral damage that yeah. may happen. Kind of like how Brittany has changed and become Jack's collateral damage, as Ariana said. It's Brittany has changed. But it's it's also like, you know, and of course like we don't know them. Like it's always so hard to like talk about someone like you know them from just being on a reality show, but we had like I feel like we have seen kind of like Stassi's pattern and like when I start seeing things like come back up I'm like okay here we go you know like does Bo know this is coming it's just watching something from the outside and being like ooh like I don't know how this is going to end like we we just kind of have like a different picture I don't know yeah well we'll see I mean all these people are they're on the pregnancy pack and now that their weddings are delayed they're all like ah oh, fuck it let's do it now and uh, I mean we'll, we can go in order here we have comments on that when we get to Brittany's doctor scene but we were okay back to Stassi and Sheena mm-hmm. with Bo in the background and their tea scene and which clearly even they edited the secrets revealed because you know they're like oh we're just having tea and she's like I'll pay and Stassi's like you're not even having anything she's like well we're sharing tea but then they show Stassi eating like noodles like oh <laughs> like, really yeah I was like okay well Sheena's paying and Stassi said you're not even having anything that implied Stassi ordered more and she's like no we're sharing the tea Sheena paid because Sheena's love language is gifts people okay and I really relate to that. So I get it. <laughs> so layoff. Um, but then they show, I thought that was weird because I thought, well, 
if they're just paying tea, cool. And Stassi said, you're not even ordering anything. It, it was a wash. But then they pan, and Stassi is eating like noodles. Hmm. You look like um, Cachet, her, her fave, Cachet de Pepe, whatever. The, you know, it was like just white noodles, no sauce. It was probably Parmesan. So it looked like she ordered something, and that's why she wanted to pay. But she was like, no, I got it. Oh, uh, Okay. And then they poured the wine and whatnot. But I love this scene because it it really made me miss Stassi because she still had that little devilish flair, but she was light and refreshing and having Sheena's back. And it was fun. It was a fun scene and it was legit. It, it didn't seem forced. And they were talking about something that was happening that was relative to Sheena. Stassi was kind of worrying about Janet and the Dana Max thing. And I liked it. And this is what I want to see, you know, why they cut it out. Um, Well, I know why Brie cut it out because you just want to make Sheena look crazy and not explain. She explained to Stassi in that scene, and I I know there's also parts cut out of the Secrets of Real scene, but she explained then and there, like, I'm not jealous of Dana because of Max. It's just like, you know, they're doing this, they're doing that. I'm like, didn't we all get that when Dana had the comedy club in Santa Monica and Sheena showed up after? Yeah, she kind of probably went too, but why would she? You know, they're not showing her shit. Why should she support some newbies show when no one supported her show? She said three out of the 19 cast members came to see her Vegas show. She's really fucked up. Yeah, it really is. Sandoval saw it twice. I can't believe I just can't I can't believe that that they wouldn't get a group together and just go and watch Mm -hmm. it. Like, that's just it's it's not hard to go to Vegas. Especially on a PJ. Well, it's just really rude. It's really unsupportive and rude. Well, I remember when that was happening, when Lala launched her Give Them Lala, and she bashed Sheena for not supporting her, and she hasn't been there, and blah, blah, blah. And I remember, you know, Sheena saying, like, uh, she hasn't said one word. I booked this show. I'm headlining a show in Vegas. Like, and then no one supported her. It was just kind of like, yeah. And she's like, well, actually, I've been busy preparing for the show. I didn't realize you had this. And also, Sheena did have a line, like a, I don't know, what she have, a makeup line or a lip line? She did, like, earlier, you know, season four, season five kind of thing. No one supported her on that. So it's kind of like, mm, what are you expecting? You got to give it to get it. But... Mm-hmm. No one supported her on her show, so fuck it, whatever. Anyways, I like the scene, and I love the flashbacks. We could have done, you know, without the whole thing, but it's a rite of passage. Yeah, I was just hazing her, and like it was a nice scene between Sheena and Stassi, like Stassi passing the torch to Sheena, and Sheena passing the torch to, to you know. And Stassi said, also, hey, it was done to me, too. Yeah, it was also really um, refreshing to see Stassi in a scene um, with someone maybe that she isn't as comfortable with. You know, like, without Katie there, without yeah. um, Bo or... One-on-one. Yeah, um, it was just, like, a completely different dynamic that we didn't get 
um, in the season. You know, I, I, th- I really, I enjoyed that. I thought that um, their, yeah, their banter was just like supernatural and fun. And like, I was seriously, I scooted forward on the couch. I was like, it was really fun to watch. Yeah, and they are in a good place, and they do banter back and forth, and they just know each other that they know they can make fun of each other. Like, Sheena can make fun of um, Stassi's granny style, and Stassi can make fun of Sheena's, you know, 19-year-old Coachella style. Mm-hmm. And and they're okay with it with the, within each other. And yeah. And that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So. Totally. We need more of that. Yeah. Less of... Lots of other shit. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, next scene. Uh, oh, this was supernatural. Lisa and Jack's um, introducing the scene, talking about uh, the Danica and uh, and Brett moment. You know. And so why wouldn't you just have Danica introduce the scene, or Lisa call Danica? Lisa called Charlie. Why wouldn't Lisa call Danica to introduce the scene? Why would she call Jack to weigh in on it because he was standing in the fucking doorway? Guess what? In that scene, did you see the half a shot, half of Jeremy's face? Why not call Jeremy and have him weigh in on it? He looked to be like he was in the alley with them. Mm-hmm. It's so... I feel like, like Lisa that. doesn't like Danica. I get that vibe. Yeah. Like, why would you open this scene with Lisa and Jax. It makes no sense. I don't know, but um, it also is, like, really bothering me that, like, they've been paired together for the after show the entire time. Yes. Like, it's yes. um, probably because she's the only one that can kind of keep Jax in line, but at the same time, like, they, they're, no. they're an annoying pair. No, I don't believe it because, oh, she'll school him. What she thinks is an appropriate measure of schooling him. No, she fucking backs him all the fucking time. Oh, you coy, naughty boy. What have you been up to? Have you been sexually harassing women? Have you been abusing women? Oh, you naughty boy. Oh, that faith. She really, she really trapped you, didn't she? Like, she's just... I hate it. I fucking hate it. She just gives him every... Oh, and you're so... So you're saying Sandoval requires being in the center of attention? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Okay. Noted. It's like, fuck you. Stop pandering into this fucking narcissistic, like, scary fucking psycho man. Yeah. Stop. She just boys will be boys oh the girls should learn to I was just watching the Lorena Baba movie it's horrifying what this woman her stigma now it's kind of like the Monica Lewinsky stigma but it's much worse because this this was a battered woman and then like oh it's just a joke a joke and it's just like and then they show her with her mother when she's asking her mother for help and her mother is going would just make him happy. He's a man. He provided this house. And actually, the dude wasn't fucking working. She was working as a nail technician, supporting the entire family and his loser friends. And it's like, no, that's not true. She's like, well, it's a woman's job to just subdue. It's like, I feel like Lisa is like fucking like her, Lorena's fucking mother from 
Ecuador or wherever, um, doesn't matter. It's just it could be America. Like there's old school parents and there's not old school parents, no matter what country you go to. But Lisa is just like that. Well, boys will be boys. It's like fuck you. Mm-hmm. Stop supporting this shit. The second she was blaming Faith, fuck you, Lisa. I'm no, sorry. And and like saying, I'm yeah. Faith has accountability, hundred percent, and blame. But Jax has the fucking blame and accountability. He's the one that fucking cheated. I lost it with Lisa the most um, for the the Billy Lee thing. When she shut Billy Lee down and didn't even let her speak, I was like, okay, like this has truly gone too far. Like that, that was insane. Yeah. Ugh. So, you know, her with with Jax and just like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, boys, you just... Oh, you need a vodka to talk to me? Naughty boy. Yeah, I saw you rubbing your hands with Glee Jacks. I love, you know, like Charlie, you're gregarious. Yeah, I love that she recognizes Charlie's a gregarious personality and that she has a personality. Like Danica has a personality. But like, then why are you showing what you're showing? Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, very upsetting. So, getting very triggered during this. I know. So, <laughs> I really enjoyed the episode. I was like, oh, this was great and fantastic. And now I'm getting all aggro. Okay. Anyways, go on. I'll let you go. So now it's the um, the Danica scene that, you know, like this is what we are all crying out for the whole season. I feel like now that I've seen this scene too many times, though, they previewed it. And like now, like I've watched it too many times. So this was like a little boring during the actual episode. Right. But, and um, we it through the interview. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I don't have much to say about this scene. I mean, uh, you guys, Janik was on our podcast. Listened to that interview. She explained it already. So we're kind of just rehashing like what she already told us and what we already knew before we saw secrets revealed. And it's just about this threesome. The weird thing is, is like I don't see myself talking to my boss about. Well, he talked to me about a threesome, and like I would say, well he brought up some personal things and it got me riled up. I don't know that I would go to that level of detail, but then again, maybe she did it for the show. So thank you, her. Yeah. um, I thought the same thing when she brought that up is like, I put myself, you know, in her shoes and like, would I, yeah. Would I be able to say, I guess if you went off on chat about something, would you go tell the guy, you know, your boss man that we met, would you say, Chad wanted to introduce a three. You'd say, no, Chad and I got in a fight. We're in a relationship. We got in a fight. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not great that I did that. But would you go into detail? Like, well, he proposed a threesome and I, I proposed one earlier, but that I didn't want it. And I do want, like, you wouldn't go into that detail. You just say we had a relationship fight, right? I don't like, I, I don't know. I feel like that was like a, a, like it, it was like another crazy move, which I, I like, but, um, yeah, I definitely to that boss that you're talking about. No, I could not do that to him, but if it was someone else, maybe, but it's Lisa Vanderpump. So that should be the highest of the high. I I don't know. I mean, I I, I might say it to Peter. Like I might be like, look, Peter, he asked me for a threesome. Just get out of my way with your little ponytail. You know, like I might say that, but yeah, well, clearly (laughs) Danica's I mean, so Danica explained the the managerial shit. People were wondering. So 
obviously there's Guillermo and Natalie that are the GMs run the place. They're the owners along with Lisa, Mm -hmm. but they were owners before Lisa. And then you have um, Diana, who is actually GM now. She's Max's level. So I think Diana superseded Peter. Um, Diana and Peter used to be equal, but I think Diana is now the GM. And then Diana, you guys, refresher, she's the one that Kristen told to suck a dick. And she also (laughs) met um, Kristen, I mean, Stassi, Katie, and Rachel in Paris after they kicked Kristen out of the country in Denmark. So remember that, guys, when they mm-hmm. told Kristen, you're done, go home, and Kristen had a meltdown and went home, and then Katie and Stassi and Rachel proceeded on to Paris and met up with Diana, suck a dick Diana. So she's the GM, and then Peter's like, you know, a main manager. There's restaurant manager, Danica explained this, restaurant managers, lunch managers. So she's, you know, one of, and then this assistant one where you still have to serve tables. I think, you know, clearly Peter's higher than Danica and Monica. And then there was Diana, but now she's higher. And then above them are Natalie and Guillermo, which is what, who are there every single day. And we see them every single time. So it makes no sense that Lisa would be reprimanding Danica or Charlie or James, for that matter, except for their personal relationship. But it makes no sense that she would reprimand Charlie or Danica because she's not, she's just like the silent partner, like, or the face. Mm-hmm. That would be Natalie's job or Guillermo's job. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. This is why, like, Guillermo hired James back. Um, Jeremy, like, yeah, Guillermo's got, like, it's it's them. It's not Lisa. Yeah, they need her stamp of approval, but she's not running. Oh, really? Someone missed a waitressing shift? Everyone call Lisa Vanderpump into the restaurant. This woman needs a scolding. Really? A server didn't show up for a shift? Lisa needs to get involved. Are we fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, like come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyways. So, anyways, the whole point is this whole fight with Danica and her real-life boyfriend. Both of them are real-life sir employees that work there every day, Danica and Brett Willis. And then they actually have an iconic Sir Alley dumpster scene. Oh, no. Cut that out, editors. We want more of this other... Uh, we want more of Bo brushing Stassi's extensions. No, we actually want a real couple that actually, they both work there and they're in a real fucking fight. Oh, you don't show it on the show? Oh, it's in the secrets revealed. Hmm. Okay. A little too, too little too late. People have already made up their mind about we don't want the newbies and guess what? A lot of viewers, I would probably say 50% of viewers don't watch Secrets Revealed. I have a friend. She's like, well, it's over now, right? Just the reunion. I'm like, no, it's Secrets Revealed. And so many people I've heard on social media and friends are like, oh, well, I'm not going to watch a clip show. That's just a recap show. And I tell them, I'm like, it's not a recap show. They're seeing unseen footage. 
And I don't watch, like I watch every, you know, almost every Housewives. A lot of times I don't watch The Secrets Revealed because I don't care enough. But if you're really into Vanderpump, it's important to watch this. If you're not really into it, all right, fine. But if you're listening to this podcast, I think you are really into it. So (laughs) you should watch it. Yeah. For sure. That's all. I'm off my soapbox. So, Stassi and Katie? Um, Stassi and Georgie? Yeah, well, I mean, Stassi's saying, if I wasn't in this situation, if Bo would have proposed earlier, mm. I went, like, my sister's getting married the same week as Jackson, Brittany, and then they show that montage and whatever. But it's like, well, Stassi, how much earlier did you want Bo to propose to you? Like, after six months of dating? Because it was still pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the first thing I thought of, too, was it's like, Stassi, you really went as fast as you could. So yeah. let's let's just enjoy that. I, I, I'm getting sick of her. Like, I'm glad they didn't show that too much because I would have got annoyed. It's, they, they showed it enough. They let us know she wanted to be proposed to. It wasn't done at the right time. You know, it's like we, we get it. Mm-hmm. She, she wanted it done sooner. Yeah. Um, so there's a cute sister or a cute moment with her and her sister. You know, um, I liked her kind of admitting that it, it bothered her that her her sister and and Jax were getting married in the same week. I thought that was funny. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah. Um, well, you guys, this is how we, well, part of how we pieced together the dates, so that we were able to reserve our castle. Kentucky Castle reservations in December. It was because Dana, it was because of both mothers. It was because of Dana Schroeder and Sherry Cartwright, who doesn't change her name because, you know, Sherry Fer- Perry from Harper's Ferry, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's like a Chris Kardashian, Chris Jenner. Yeah. So, they had both said things. So Dana Schroeder was talking about Georgie's wedding and when that was. And then Stassi on her podcast was talking about the, the two weddings being within the same week. And then Sherry saying, oh, it's going to be end of June. So we didn't stalk or divulge anything. We just listened and watched what people were saying and figured out Jackson Brittany's date um, by early December and I made castle reservations uh, right then so sorry yeah so not only did um, Stassi have to deal with her sister getting married then it was her birthday and then she had to go to Kentucky (laughs) Mm. the birthday that she said I won't do anything for it this year I'll take a year off and then this year she had to take this second year off, so it's it's going to be a real problem oh, for her. <laughs> yikes! Because she's afraid to go out. She said she's letting everyone else like test the waters. She's going to be the last one to see. You know, she's like, I'm going to see who, you know, everyone else tests the waters. Who's affected? Who dies? Blah blah. Like it was. And I'm not saying she said who dies, but she was kind of you know callous about that. A little uh, Hunger Games ish. She's staying put. Well, she's not because she's at the Beverly Hills Hotel. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but still. Okay, so blah blah blah. Now we have um But Georgie looked beautiful and Saucy's right. She's like uh, No, I'm not gonna say prettier, but she's stunning. Mm-hmm. And I like her energy and I like that she wants nothing to do with the show. Much like Sheena's little sister Courtney, they they both are that, that same era and they're like, Yeah, I want nothing to do with this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah, it's cool. But she's cool enough to like film the shot, but I liked her. Yeah, me too. And by the way, if we were real stalkers, we knew exactly where and when and what time Georgie was getting married and we knew all of the cast, like so many of them were going to be there. And we could have gone, and we did not. Because I don't want to disrupt this girl's thing and say, Hey, Stassi, can you take a picture? Which we wouldn't do anyways. But it's like, it's Georgie's day. She's not part of the show. Why, like, upstage her supporting guests? We didn't do it. We could have. We didn't. And, like, I'm just saying, respect. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, that was cute. Then we go to... What do I have getting married and da 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 Why do I have Dana? I just have Dana. And then I say, Brittany and Stassi's PJs. What's going on? Well, I mean, they jumped around a little bit. But, like, Stassi and Brittany were in PJs um, talking about... Oh, what? They're setting up the scene mm-hmm. to go to the doctor's. Oh, okay. Which, again, who brings their friends to the doctors, but whatever. Obviously, they, they do on these shows. But she's like, I'm bringing them to keep me honest and accountable. And I really did like that scene of Jax and um, Stassi when they're like, why even bother going to the doctor if you're not going to follow his directions? Because really what the doctor said was really disturbing. Um but what Brittany said was more disturbing when she said she throws up like every 30 minutes for like 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I have not had a hangover where I've actually thrown up in, I'll say decades, quite honestly. But in my 20s, it's like, yes, it was the throw up, nauseous. But once you throw up, you throw up, there's nothing left to throw up. And on a really bad one in your 20s when you're throwing up spit and acid. But every 30 minutes for like 12 hours, never, sorry, never, ever, ever, I I couldn't imagine. And like, that would be a problem. I would be very concerned. I would be like, should I be on an electrolyte IV? Like, you can't throw up like that. And I be, feel... You know when they say that the flu, you... Okay, you throw up for a day or something, but if it goes on for a couple of days... Like, you can't throw up like that every 30 minutes. That's... And every time you drink, that's scary. Yeah, and I... I... I mean, I feel like they've talked about it before, but I feel like everyone is very aware that this happens to her and like truly they are concerned and they're like, this is like really not right, Brittany. And they've, they're trying to tell her, but you know, she just doesn't want to stop. I, I, I don't get it. 
Uh-oh. Sorry. No, how can I stop? I'm going to Vegas. There's no, like, literally I've gone to Vegas and not drink. But, um, it's just... There's I mean, it, it going seems it seems be an excuse. Yeah, it seems like you could like I know she says that she doesn't drink drinks. She has a shot to their one drink, but maybe I don't know. Maybe work a little harder and like use the you know just add X and figure out like a signature drink for yourself that's a little more you know toned down where like you're at least getting like some water while you're you know drink yeah. like f- find like find a way maybe like curtail it a bit i don't know right like so i was making you know if you don't want the sugar you do it like the vodka soda whatever still diluted i was doing over the memorial weekend um grinding up fresh watermelon with the vodka or you know people want tequila or whatever um or lemon juice slot whatever you can do it dilute it last a long time it's not a shot that lasts five seconds this is why Stassi and Katie will do a cocktail because it lasts them half an hour an hour whatever that's the point she's not going to go an hour to take another shot I think she was trying to say oh I go one to one with you no she's not she's going to take a shot every 15-20 minutes um but clearly it does it doesn't really matter how much Stasi or Katie or anybody else is drinking if you're if they're not having that reaction and you are it's kind of like AA it's kind of like James or Jack it's like if you react or Lala if you react negatively on alcohol like this that's a problem right like mhm if you're throwing up every 30 minutes and your stomach and your doctors are telling you this, it doesn't matter if you're keeping yourself one-to-one with your peers. They they aren't related to you. They don't matter. What matters is your body and how you are reacting it to it physically and mentally and emotionally, whatever, whether you're talking Brittany or James. It's like... Uh, you have to deal with your own problem. So really her ulcer is kind of like parallel to what triggers James and his crazy drunken behavior. Well, maybe Brittany isn't an angry, evil drunk, but her ulcer is being an angry, evil drunk to her body, which just causing her to be so sick. That's not healthy either. So instead of going to AA, you need to maybe follow this doctor's prescription. I'm saying don't drink this kind of thing or eat these certain acidic foods. And she's just not following it. So basically it's like, okay, yeah, I'm this, but I'm not going to follow your direction. Kind of like James before he actually took to his program. I mean, it's just, it's, similar it's just different because it's physical versus mental but she has she has to also master the mentalness of like you know what guess what people are going to go to vegas when you're pregnant people are going to go to vegas when you have a newborn baby you are people are going to drink around you when you're pregnant and when you have a newborn and i I would guess she'd probably breastfeed um so you're if you can't master this right now with an ulcer, how if you can't say no, 
when your body is on the line, your life is on the line, you're this sick, how are you going to say no when you're pregnant? How are you going to say no when you have a newborn? That's problematic. Mm -hmm. If you can't master this now, how are you going to do it when you're pregnant? I don't know. I mean, I know sometimes things kick in where you don't crave alcohol, but I don't know. If she doesn't have the power over herself to say, no, I'm in Vegas. Because guess what? Guess who did it? Sheena? She went to the three, actually four fucking day party central wedding in Kentucky. Sheena was there four days. Sheena didn't drink because she was going through her egg retrieval prep process. So guess what? She could have fun and not drink or smoke weed. And she did a bunch of other things because her egg retrieval process was so important to her that she didn't do it. So Brittany is not, she's not, oh, I can't do it because I got Lala sweating, Stassi sweating, and Andy Cohen even said, you can't put this off for people's events. Sheena is the one that hasn't done, she's like, hey, I'm just not going to drink right now. I'm not going to smoke right now. Guess what? She can still have fucking fun. Uh So... I don't know. Just saying, it's a problem, and we'll see. I'm glad they cut this scene out, though, too, um, of the of season eight because I feel like um, I feel like Brittany she wasn't taking it seriously. What you know, the doctor's advice, and she was kind of laughing it off. Like I feel like the producers are like, look, everyone thought it was really funny about Brittany's ulcer, and she still takes shots, and it's like she doesn't listen, and you know, there's like this turmoil with her drinking let's send her to the doctor we'll we'll have Stassi and Katie go to you know just liven it up a bit and it'll be a really funny scene I didn't think it was that funny so I'm glad they cut it yeah it's not funny what was more important was Stassi saying why would you even bother going to the doctor if you're not going to follow his directions Mm -hmm. and then Jack's actually for once I'll back him going yeah exactly so thank you Jack's and Thank you, Stassi. Yeah, that was funny. Or real. Yeah. Um. So next we have. Oh, they they kind of talk about the Randall asking them to go on the honeymoon thing, and then Katie talks about being a born again virgin. Blah blah blah. Um. Yeah, I I know we jumped ahead on a lot of this that we addressed earlier, so we can always skip ahead but um the jacks james setup which was totally unnecessary like i'm not gonna believe jacks is actually zooming james to catch up hey buddy let's catch up like just stop with the fake setups and just go into the scenes but you know what the only thing like I, i felt the exact same way but then i was like well at least like James was on the filming schedule and Jax had to call him like it's a start like the poor guy for you know the after show had to sit in a chair by himself on the stage it was ridiculous so at least now like that the season is over they're making Jax play ball with him it's like good because that was ridiculous James and Raquel sit together that's actually weird when you think about it yeah it was yeah very bizarre Hmm. And then um, I felt like James's like record his like setup for you know when they show him on the call with Jax was really um, like it like stressed me out. There was like a ref- he had like a 
like some sort of like silver ball that was like reflecting back in the shot and I kept like looking in it to see if I would spot it was a bizarre shot well he was all stressed out and he was like getting all anchor and close to the camera and then he was like closing his eyes like he was concentrating like remember you only have to remember one question one question one question so that he doesn't mouth it in the retakes like we've seen yes so i felt like he was closing his eyes and concentrating so so i don't think he was closing his eyes and concentrating thinking what's it like with raquel there and you're not there that thought has never passed through never. Jack's brain. He doesn't give a shit. He's not capable of having that thought. No. It's... He's thinking about someone else? Fuck no. He's remember. He's closing his lines and furrowing his bra, um, brow <laughs> and putting his fingers against his little, like, you know, brow, upper nose things because he's trying to remember. What's the question? I have one question to remember. That's what he's doing. Yeah. No. Fucked up. Stupid. Oh, well, it was actually fun. Then James is just, you know, bounces back because he's like a rubber ball. Actually, it was weird. And I was wondering what people were going to say about me. And then, you know, they panned to that shot and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that was kind of a boring scene. Like, well, Jack didn't pay attention to me. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. But then she's like, well, I do think that I may now be the prettiest girl at Sir. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've been telling you this the whole time. And it just reminded me of our favorite song, Miranda Lambert, Only Prettier. Yes, <laughs> totally. Because it really is, Raquel, because like when they got Mean Girls coming at you, she's like, I'm just like you, only prettier. It's true. And, you know, her and Charlie are friends, and I think, you know, her and Danica are friends, so I think she's just, like, talking about, like, the old people that aren't Mm -hmm. friendly to her, so... Well, I, I feel like Raquel's really gone through it with the with the other. I mean, Jack's every other minute and every other tweet calling her dumb. There's nothing upstairs. They made fun of her reunion dress, like I mean, just like blatantly to her face and on. You know, oh. It was just it was horrible. So I feel like Raquel is like really overcome, and she's never kind of like stepped out of line and you know mouthed off back to them. She just keeps her head up and continues doing what she's doing and. It's, it, it's and who is Lala to call out that dress when she wore that monstrosity to the Tom Tom party with the first of all like fucked up torso, but then that like just random shit shitting out of her random chiffon tool shitting out of her ass on the sides like a bustle like you look ridiculous and I don't care if it's hokator or editorial. It actually looked ridiculous. If you can't pull it off and it doesn't look editorial, which most of the time that shit only looks that way in photography, you can't pull it off and you look stupid and ridiculous and pretentious and how and you look no different than what Raquel walked in with last reunion. So fuck you and then also Lala's Mulan Rouge outfit. Again, maybe it was editorial and hokator, but she looked dominant. She didn't pull it off. Like I think maybe, maybe if you put it on Kendall Jenner or Gigi Hadid, like stroking some kind of runway, it could have like been like, oh, 
But Lala looked like a dumpy fucking clown mess in both of those situations. So don't even fucking come for Raquel because you look dumber than shit and Raquel owned her own shit. So, sorry. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Okay, so now we have like the... Like, uh, I thought this was a really exciting scene between um, Charlie and... Wait, where, where are we? Charlie... Oh, oh, okay. Napkin, napkin Gate. Remember, Holly, we, we were there for that. Mm-hmm. I, I was laughing at this, so... Oh, I'm so glad you got it. Yeah, so they explain... So Danica's like, um, she's like, look, we're using black napkins because we ran out um, and we had to borrow from, from Tom Tom. Um, so in Lisa's Sir Restaurant on the White Linens is a black napkin. Now, if I was just watching Secrets Revealed, they'd be like, that's kind of funny. Like, why wouldn't they order, like, the proper amount of napkins for the restaurant? I would just move on from it. But Sarah and I have inside info, per usual, because while we were interviewing Peter, we found out that they ran out of napkins that day, too, and they had to go borrow linens from Craig's. And also, um, while we were interviewing Peter, we were live in the restaurant. Yes. This wasn't a phone or Skype. We were live. Like we witnessed it. Peter was actually counting out money and counting out tips. And then he was pulled away for napkin gate. Mm -hmm. He goes, I think I'm going to have to go to Craig's. I'm like, oh, my God, that's not even a Lisa Vanderpump restaurant. Are they cool like that? They're going to give a competing restaurant napkins? Apparently so, but that's what Peter was going to do because Peter's a task manager. You re- they are not competing restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, technically, they're on the same block. <laughs> but I mean, I'm saying if he felt comfortable asking, I thought, well, that's very cool of Craig's. That is cool. Right? If he felt comfortable asking and they delivered, like, very cool yeah appreciate and, that and, and, I, and I like camaraderie that, yeah and i like that craig's is like f- like he knows that they're fully stocked and that someone does their job properly there <laughs> you know but i mean ballsy you're gonna go ask like a different restaurant because holly and i were like why wouldn't you just go ask pump or tom tom well clearly tom tom uses black and then pump must have been out or closed or out too. Well, so if I remember correctly, and you know, you guys that work in restaurants right now, let me know. But like, you get a delivery like one, like they they come and like they take your stuff and then they bring stuff back. This was at night, like they were closing, and like he knew for the next day he was not going to have napkins. Like you just like you would think like either they need to like switch their schedule or or like something was definitely wrong, and obviously continues to be wrong. So, was it the end of Peter's shift? So, do you think he was the one that screwed Danica? Oh, hmm. Do you think they were using the black when we were there interviewing him? But he seemed in a frenzy. Well. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a feeling he was asking Craig, so, like, if Lisa did happen to come into the restaurant, she wouldn't notice yeah. because they, you know, right. you, you wouldn't be able to, because black is so, that looked horrible. Yeah. Like, um, can I, can I borrow, like, 24? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's Peter being a manager, just on it, but, yeah, we did experience that. He was very um, st- stressed 
with pressure because he was counting out tips and money and checks while um, podcasting with us and then also dealing with napkin gate and that's why we kind of cut it short because we felt stressed like we are keeping him from something I mean but then he did ask to come back on so Mm -hmm. we do want him back on because he we'd like whatever but he did ask too mm-hmm. he did he's asked numerous times but um yeah i just i feel like like um with everything that peter presents all of his different avenues of um you know projects that he has going on the one thing that i can say is like he he really does like work very hard at sir yeah. like he we've seen it like we have witnessed <laughs> like he I've never seen anyone act as much like a manager as he has, you know, from watching Guillermo and everybody else. Like, Peter is, like, legit. Yeah, 100%. Oh, oh, he's cleared dishes. He's managing, but he's seated us. He's cleared dishes in a manager role. He's just on top of it. And, I mean, that's the type of manager that I like working for. Like, I I can't stand, you know, somebody that sits back and watches you struggle. It's like he, he jumps in there. He, he does yeah. your job. Yes. Uh, like he'll, he's not above himself at all. And that's, you know, that's what a good leader does. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, your favorite scene? So then... Char- Charlie? Yeah, well, well, my favorite Charlie scene was like at the end, but, um, but I also loved this scene. So this, um, I, I had to rewind this, like, and, and rewatch it, like, to, to make sure that I got, like, the full gist of what was going on, because it just seemed, um, like, it, it kind of happens fast, you know, um, so basically, um, Danica is and Brett, Charlie and Dana are sitting there folding napkins and they're kind of shooting the breeze and Danica's like, do you guys know the specials for tonight? And they spout it off, you know, um, and she corrects them a little bit and then things like kind of take a turn and Dana and, uh, Charlie kind of get into it. Well, yeah, I mean... I don't really, I don't think the postigate thing really translates well. Um, she's talked about, like, you know, her experience with that. And it's like, it's more of a food trigger. And it's not, she wasn't fat shaming. It's just, I think that whole thing came out wrong. Um, and it's not great. It's not great. But, I, I mean, I love the the Brett thing. Like, you you look like you came from Vanderpump Dogs and looks like a reverse mullet. I love that interaction. The Dana thing and her and back on, on, you know, pasta and Olive Garden. And I think it's a little bit lost in translation, especially just from the viewer. And if you're not listening to interviews with Charlie and kind of the backstory and, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a bummer if you don't know, uh, more of the backstory but she's not trying to fat shame it's just like she's got a weird thing with food and, and I think, I'm, I think not, I, I'm not gonna go into it I think that she was um she was trying to be funny and I think that Dana it did land I think that Dana picked up on um like she saw kind of an angle where she could you know, like kind of put the the put Charlie in the the 
the hot seat to kind of answer like why she hasn't had pasta and I um I just don't think it went the way either one of them wanted it to but what I thought was strange is as they were kind of like bantering back and forth um you know Dana is supposed to be like this comedian right um and I all she had no rebuttal like Charlie was like spitting these lines and going you know they're going toe to toe and pretty much all Dana could do would be like would be like repeat be like oh am I like I just thought the the argument was like very weak but am I in like a eye roll like dumb little girl I don't know you're immature and she called her like well what what I think was like swept under because there's a lot of people talking and I've heard on podcasts I was like, she called me a 30 year old waitress I'm sorry as a very successful pharmaceutical rep and I'm doing a lifestyle change it's like well she didn't just say that out of nowhere if you actually listen Dean is like you're a child you're a child and so Charlie rebutted saying well you're a 30 year old woman working in a restaurant like like don't talk down to me like I'm a child oh she's five years older she's like well you're a 30 year old woman working in a restaurant like basically don't talk down to me she's like excuse me I had a lifestyle change and well like how does Charlie know she doesn't even know Dina so it's like she just called her a child so of course someone's going to be on the defensive but I think it was a little and she, muffled and there she called her immature like that's yeah. very rude um yeah. She's like, you don't know what I've been through. And then Dana's, like, and this was on, like, other, you know, clips and podcasts we've heard. You don't know my story. And Dana's, you don't know my story. It's like, well, I guess we kind of do, Dana. Because it's like, yeah, I'm sorry your mom died. Guess what? Kind of like what Lisa said, Jack's like, yeah, that sucks. But guess what? Like, um, Jeremy's mom died when he was young. Ariana's dad died. My dad died. Uh, every you know this happens and to define your life around that you don't know my trauma my mom died it's like well you're 30 and unfortunately you were robbed of so many great years I get that but it's like it does happen some people are robbed of their parent at uh, as a baby um, just naturally cancer or military or so it's like don't use it as a weapon yes it's a it's a defining moment but don't use it as a crutch and a weapon mm-hmm. it's like you don't know my mom died when I was 22 and we have the same birthday well yeah my dad and my oldest sister have the same birthday I don't hear her going you don't know Sarah I had a different bond we have si-. like I don't hear that so it's like don't use it as a weapon or a crutch well, like everyone has their story and everyone has loss and everyone has trials and tribulations and some have you know like assaults and rapes and, and it's like yes so no one knows everyone's story but don't just be like you know, I, I don't know I, I just don't I don't like the I don't think like Charlie said everything great in that moment uh, but I do, also don't like that Dana's just so I don't know. I don't like and the vibe. Then, and then I didn't like how in the like they did like a little confessional, and producer Jerry's like, "What do you think of Charlie?" And she's like, "I don't think of Charlie." Okay, Lala. You mean Carly? I love how Lala 
and she'll say it on her podcast. She, Rand is very great. He's like the newbie. So it's like, I thought they were all great. They were very gracious to me. They were very friendly. She's like, who? Who? Oh, you mean Carly? And I don't know. What, what are their names? Dan? Oh, Dana. Dana, I love. I don't know what the other one. And it's like, oh, Lala, really? Because you really knew Danica's name when um, Kara and her were bantering. All of a sudden, you were like, Danica, Danica. It's like, you do know their fucking names. So enough with your little who. You're not Mariah Carey, Lala, okay? Yeah. But um, I also, like, found it funny that uh, Dana was, like, kind of mimicking, like, Charlie's voice. Like, she was kind of like, I don't even know how she was doing it, but she was basically like, and it's like, are you are mimicking someone's voice, Dana? You're, like, the most robotic, like, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Cue Amy Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think Amy Phillips does everyone. She, but that one, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But so I kind of love, even though it was like not great and probably childish, but I love when like Charlie leaves and Danica's like, you know what? You should probably just go. And that was probably the right move for Danica in a assistant manager role. Like, hey, this isn't working out. You should probably just go. And she's like, yeah, you're right. She's like, buy dumb hoes. And then she, like, kicks over a glass. She's like, yeah, you can pick that up. And then calls them peasants. Like, it was a little James Kennedy. Yeah. But, see, we love those little moments mm-hmm. here and there. Because it it's fun. And, you know, and then I love, okay, the after show. So, when Charlie has to answer to calling her a dumb hoe and whatnot she's like well i'm sorry she's thirsty like she is butting into every airtime scene she can she's trying to get sheena's leftovers even down to her friend janet and and then she's like i'm sorry and then she was at the mondrian last season um yeah you wouldn't catch me going up to some you know dude's room and and like and then they panned to the scene of dana literally like hips uh like skipping like hip-hop skipping to the bathroom with peter like like she was literally skipping (laughs) and it's like oh okay dana like i'm on team peter when he's like well you know i don't i don't even want to go there like she didn't want to go there fine like i know what happened but she want to go there fine because manager like cool cool for me she didn't want to go there but uh okay I think he addressed it for a reason I don't think they fucked I think she did a little something with him there was probably some kind of little interchange and she just denied denied it denied it for you know cause people were like oh she hooked up with Sandoval cause they were like she was leeching onto him on the balcony oh they were just having a conversation which they were um you know that's when Brittany and Stassi skyped in right saying these hoes need to get mm-hmm. out of the thing well, these hoes were Dana mm-hmm. and I'm sure Dana would have jumped on sleeping with Sandoval had he been open to it yeah I re- and then she hopped into the bathroom with Peter I was like you don't hop into the bathroom with a 
random dude unless you're going to make out or you're going to do drugs. So, sorry. Don't believe you. And I love when Charlie's like, sorry, I wasn't so thirsty that I did that. And I think Dana's a thirsty hoe. Yeah. Totes. Or thought, whatever. Whatever these kids say. Thought. <laughs> kids. Over there. Anyways, I know. Just not vibing with Dana. I don't. I don't like her hypocrisy. I find her boring. I'm like not into it. I don't like the production forcing her down a throat. I don't like any of it. Okay. And then I don't like her like poaching Janet and be like, oh, I'm. I know I'm fluid, but now I know I could really be a lesbian relationship with Janet and then poaching Sheena's best friend. Like, fuck you. I just hope um, for the reunion, like, that's the person that that Max announces that he slept with. You know what? Now that we see this, that's probably it. I was thinking it would be Kristen, but yeah, it's probably Janet. Yeah. And Dana. So there's a lot of theories, you guys, especially in our group, about why Sheena and Janet aren't friends anymore. Okay, first of all, Janet was a fan, and she happened to meet Sheena through a mutual friend when they were at a pool party at the Montreal, so she was a fan. And I've definitely had people tell me they warned Sheena, they're like, she's a fan, just don't trust too much. Sheena's very trusting and very kind. Um, But they did become best friends. She was so close that she made her co-host on her podcast shenanigans um and i know they're not friends anymore i've asked both of them and i think you know my theory and this is not from either one of them i i actually kind of think it's a combination of things but there are separate theories so here's one theory that and I've kind of had like whatever I'll just say confirmation on certain different things but one theory is yeah the Dana Max oh Dana then tried to I do know um, last summer Jana was a really big fan of Dana when Sheena was not and she was trying to convince Sheena of being Dana's friend and saying she was great, she's not what you think, and Sheena was a little apprehensive. So Janet was trying to, you know, promote Dana to Sheena. So there's one little thing. The next thing is the wedding. And Sheena and Shep Rose from Southern Charm have always had a flirtation, and they have made out in the past. Like, not, you know, sex or anything, but flirtation, made out, had fun, go to games together, whatever. And so you're going to a friend's wedding and you know certain people are going to be there. It's like, oh, let, okay, I may have my kind of like in the bullpen backup unless I meet someone really cool at the wedding. Like, oh, maybe I'll get drunk and make out with like this fun person that I've made out with before. So she had told her friend Janet, who Janet was only there as Sheena's guest. So you kind of got to follow girl code. It's like, you're only there as my friend. So she's like, hey, you know, go have fun. But, you know, this is kind of like who I'm interested in. So, like, don't go there. And then I heard she did go there. And I've heard that 
a few times. So that's already kind of rubbing it the wrong way for me. And that for me, I feel like it's the thing. But then someone else, Allie, um, said, you know, during the Kayla Mikey P breakup. So Sheena, when she lived in Vegas, got really close with Kayla from the challenge. And uh, Mikey P has been Sheena's friend for very many years. So Sheena got friends with Kayla because she was girlfriend of Mikey P um, for several years. So they were just always together. But they they broke up. I think Kayla cheated on Mikey P. Well, Mikey P was always Sheena's long-term friend. So she has to go on that side, right? Well, then I heard Janet, like, went on Kayla's side. It's like, well, Janet, you only know... Kayla because of Sheena so that's I mean I guess friendships evolve and we're all adults so I guess you choose your friends but you did only know this person through this person so you know you can see where it can get complicated right Mm -hmm. so in my opinion I think it's a combination of things I've heard like oh maybe it's like one thing or another who knows but I don't know. I mean, you guys know I named a duck after um, Janet, and as I did Spot. So we see where Spot's at. <laughs> but I named the ugly duck after Spot, and, and the you know the cool chick was Janet, which I was really down for Janet. But you know, I'm still down. I still have an open mind. I'm just. I'm just keeping it all in perspective on what I hear on both sides. So, there you go. There's Totes. the Janet story. So, that ties in with Dina wanting to hook up with Janet and do a threesome with Max. And I could see that being problematic. So, there you go. Yeah. You want to talk about your favorite part? Charlie's talking about poop and Lisa farting? Yeah, um... So I'll, I'll leave that to you. Yeah, my my favorite part of the entire episode, I'm even going to say of season 8, was that um, Charlie asked Brett if Lisa farts during training sessions. And I just thought, wow, like what a groundbreaking question. And one that I would want to know. And I was happy to hear that she doesn't. Um, but it would have been funny to hear like a story like, oh yeah, she accidentally did when she was squatting or something. But I just thought that was so funny. And like Lisa, like being all offended by it and, th- you know, and then saying that Charlie's cheeky. I just, I thought it was great. I love Charlie and her poop. I, I just, I love it. Well, you like that, you know, genre and. Yeah, I love poop. Yeah. I love farting, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd talk more on that. I'm <laughs> I'm not feeling talkative. <laughs> I don't huh. Well, I'm just saying you were very excited about that scene. It was your favorite scene. My favorite scene was probably uh Sheena and Stasi, so I was like, Oh, okay, she's done. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I, I just it was a great scene. I don't know what else to say about it though at the moment. Um, <laughs> All right, well, we really can skip over stupid Brett and Jacks at Gold's Gym. Like, who cares? I don't want to see it. It's a world. Okay, Gold's Gym, world's biggest gym. 
don't want to see the world's biggest douchebags. And then talking about how creepy, like, Sheena is. And it's like, really, Jax? It's like, you guys that follow us on social media, you saw I posted. It's like, okay, they're, oh, Sheena, she's so pathetic. Oh, she says I love you. And she buys things. And she expects people to move in. It's like, okay, I've never seen Sheena say I love you first. Or expect them to move in. Or, yeah, there are scenes, for sure, that have been like too much too soon but it's like okay Jax she never got all these fucking tattoos okay even with Stassi's head and her face like yeah he dated Stassi for a couple years I still probably believe Stassi is Jax's love of his life I think if Stassi said go he would leave Brittany and go with Stassi but like he got Carmen tattooed on his arm he, he well I, I told a friend she's like who's Carmen I'm like uh yeah exactly he dated her for half a minute yeah we know who she is because we're diehards but you you get a tattoo I'm sorry she just bought an apple watch or you know which is a useful thing a nice gift and it's her love language or a penguin well that's saving a penguin okay you're doing something you're doing something for someone you love that loves penguins, but you're also saving a penguin's life. So fuck you. You're getting fucking tattoos. What do what do that they do for anybody except for annoy someone or piss off someone? And and then you got Tom, Tom, and I, and he hates Sandoval. It's like again, you're cursing. Put it. You put Stassi. You put Carmen. You put Tom Sandoval. Like, and well, him and Brittany got tattoos. So, another curse. But but Jax likes giving gifts too. He just gave um, Kristen a new barbecue. <laughs> oh really? For um, ha- happy first year in your house gift. Hmm. So. Ja- it makes Jax feel good too, just like Sheena. So I don't, I, I don't I, I just, know why he said that. I just don't. I can't imagine a friend that talks about me the way he talks about Kristen and Sheena. I I, I wouldn't want to be friends with someone like that. It's but just, he, that's just how he doesn't talk about good about anyone. That's just yeah. how. That's just how he is. You know, and they all love him for it. We, it's just Jax. It's just Jax. It's just Jax. Like he's different off camera. He he just is. No. Yeah, it's he's actually a nice guy. Well, I'm sorry, but like even if he truly was, the amount of damage he does to my reputation and social media presence, and reputation as a you know quasi D-list celebrity. That counterbalances how he is in person. I'm sorry. I agree with you. There's just no way. He's doing way more damage than he is good. Mm -hmm. He's not there listening and crying on having Kristen cry on his shoulder and like supporting her. He's not there for her. Oh, but but a, a barbecue versus slamming her and nationally... Uh, like shaming her on national TV oh that's worth a barbecue which you could have fucking bought for yourself yeah uh, mowing your lawn which you could get I'll, I'll give you the name of my guy 
He's like, 20 bucks a month. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. It's not my guy. Just saying. I see how, whatever. (laughs) Is it really 20 20 a month? Well, I've seen shit like that. So it could really, no, I've seen, I, I don't, it's part of my deal. So I don't do it, but. Um, I've seen ads and neighbors talking about that. I'm like, how is that, you know? My hot tub guy was that. Dang. I mean, I wish I paid that for my gardener. (laughs) Do you have to pay for it? Yeah. Oh, personally, it's not? Yeah, no, yeah. Hmm. Well, and if I had to pay for it, I'd be out because, like, I grew up mowing my yard. And my yard, well, you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Growing up. I mean, we're talking like football fields. But I, like, that was my getaway. That was like my spa getaway because the, the lawnmower is so loud. I could, like, sing. And I was like, I remember singing, like, the Rainbow Connection from the Muppet movie, like, as Kermit. And, like, it was, like, my time to sing when no one could hear me because I'd be out mowing the lawn. It was, like, it's really relaxing, yeah. quite honestly. Um, maybe not the same uh, mowing in Southern California when you have, like, a couple strips. <laughs> yeah. With a hand mower. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have a lawnmower. I would appreciate the hand mower for the um, arm workout, but... Just saying. <laughs> well, okay. Is that it? Um, the last okay. The last thing I wanted to talk about was um when, uh, Bo and Jax have like a moment where he's like, so, t- tell me, tell me about so you got a, a tattoo with Stassi's yeah. name on it. Yeah. Um, and again, like this was like, I'm glad this wasn't in there either because it just didn't do it for me. Um. And I don't know. Like I, I felt like Bo was like really laughing at Jax. Like like that's so pathetic, Jax. Right. And he's right. laughing like while he's wearing suspenders, and you know. And then he has the horrible hairy legs and cartoon characters all over his legs. Well, and do you know that he has he has a full like stomach tattoo, and not like a sexy one where it's like, you know, like maybe under like his pecs or something it's like literally on like the fattest part of his stomach yeah and he's not really bad hair like it's but i mean his his tattoos are like horrendous they're all very bold choices that like i i mean and colorful if i was gonna characters like this is he had to make that decision thinking one day my future wife is going to have to deal with these here we go and he, every time he made that decision because like you know like he he truly again a puzzle piece really yeah <laughs> and also he didn't okay you need to explain the name Stasi or Carmen but he got those covered up you actually probably don't need to explain a puzzle piece he's just like oh it was just like a thing at the time like I mean I get he was being honest but like maybe he didn't need to go into detail so she didn't need to be like you that's your woman and blah 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 like I also think a puzzle piece is a little bit different than a name like say you got like a forever heart or something it's like well yeah you got it for this person but if it doesn't have their name on it it's just kind of a, a thing but 
you know her. She's she couldn't even handle going to the Amsterdam thing. Which she, she it, it was a puzzle piece with her name on it, wasn't it? Oh, he didn't say. Oh, I didn't get that part. I I, th- I thought maybe I'm wrong though. Oh, I thought he said that he got it for her, but may it, oh, if it was her name, I get it. Yeah, I thought her. Yeah, I thought the name was on. I'll have to dig around and look, but yeah. um, yeah, I thought that's what it was. And then the blue rose, I couldn't get. Did she mean like, are you kidding me? Like this is a curse, or are you kidding me? This is a sign, because she's like, my dad proposed to my mom with a blue rose, and that's what she wanted. So it's like you could either take that as a curse or a sign. Like, how did you know? I felt like I mean, they did birth. <sighs> Stassi out of it so I, that yeah, could be a blessing I felt like she was taking it as a curse <laughs> oh curse okay. but I, I don't know I, I, I it, they left that up for interpretation it's really I think. weird like it's it, it is weird though he's like and then I wanted a blue rose like I have never actually in my life thought about a blue rose so it is kind of weird it is kind of like, weird who, who requests a blue rose because Okay, so Dana, yeah, she's older than me, but, like, I remember a white rose or a white rose dipped in, you dip it in something, or my class colors were, like, black and teal, and then, like, I was really, like, I'm like, wait, I was kind of, like, Stassi, I'm like, I can get a black rose? Cool! Like, okay, I can get down with a black rose, or, and then our class color was, like, teal. I'm like, they can make teal roses? But I never heard, like, it was more of a class colors thing, why you would want that. But, like, as far as getting a rose for a proposal, I would never think to be, like, I want a man to propose to me with a blue rose. Like, that's super random for me. That's weird. Yeah, it is. So so for him to have done that, I get where her mind could be blown, but like that's really random and weird. And so maybe it's kind of like a sign, like either a curse sign or a sign like meant to be. Yeah. You know? I think that she's con- like it, I feel like it proves that she's constantly questioning his bold choices which are his completely his personality like you know if you actually think about it like it is very on brand for Bo to choose a blue rose because he's he's artsy he picks what he wants it's always a little off the wall you know so um but to hear that like Stassi still questions it like it at least makes me feel I feel better because it's like she's still she's still questioning things like that's good I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just, I can't get my head around blue rose outside of tattoo colors because blue, that tattoo, bluish green, that's the color of tattoos. So that's like the easiest to do. But I can't get my head around, like, I just love blue roses. I've just never heard anyone say that. Mm-mm. So if, if that is the thing, he's like, he, for me, I think it was like, bow just getting ink and it was like yeah just do your regular colors you know bluish greenish (laughs) so that's the blue rose because it's like you know prison ink but if it actually if he really wanted like oh I want a blue rose (laughs) and then I I think he got it for the and and Matt or whatever the fuck his dad's name is um, oh a blue rose like that is oddly 
particular. And like, I wonder if he if he used if he's like make it Rams blue. You know, he's into the Rams. It could be yeah. something Rams and uh, that could be. That yeah. could be. I don't know. Well, that's really fucking sad because the Rams just existed. I know he's a huge Rams fan, but really, you're gonna fucking get a tattoo of a rose. Not even just get a fucking Rams tattoo. Don't he get a fucking. He probably Rams has one. Rose. But that's had. fine. Just don't get it. Oh, as they've been here one fucking year, and he's not even from here. That's fucking sad. <laughs> Sorry. Like Sheena can get a Chargers tattoo, or well, they I were here. They were here, and then they went away, and they're back. Oh, he didn't live here. He didn't grow up here. The Rams were not here when Bo moved to L.A. They were not here. Okay? Well, he follows them around. He's from Florida. He can get a Buccaneers or a Dolphin or whatever the fuck he wants. A Jaguar. But he can't get a fucking Ram because he's in the Rams because they've been here for one fucking year. Sorry. That's sad. That's what, that's not like... Oh, if you had a sport, nobody else... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the number one Rams fan... And that's why he's getting the perks he's getting because he's getting Stassi to follow along and promote his shit. And that's why they got some seats that they got. Sorry. Because there's not a huge Rams following that followed from St. Louis. Yeah, the Rams were here fucking 30 years ago. But a lot of those people are dead. Okay? Sure. <laughs> Just saying. That following a lot of people didn't even know. Like, okay, the Lakers, guess what? You know where that name comes from? You want to know, Holly? The Lakes. And where's that from? Minnesota. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you know, the uh, big hockey leagues that were renamed were, you know, I'm just saying. Shit goes around, comes around. But... Well, that'd be sad for him a one year fan he didn't grow up with fucking LA Rams he grew up in Florida and when the LA Rams existed he didn't even exist or if he did he was like four whatever okay bye (laughs) (laughs) oh boy but I'm done with them if it was a Really, he wanted a blue rose, and his mom, his dad, proposed to Dana with a blue rose. I actually think that is like kind of, yeah, it could be a curse, but I kind of think it's like a kismet. Like, oh, well, that's weird. That's cool. So I didn't. He didn't explain her reaction. He, she said, "What the fuck?" I didn't know if that meant good or bad, because I could kind of see it either way. Like, hey, they they, borned me. So cool, good. This is all aligned in the stars. I can get down with it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But if she's focusing on the divorce part, then yeah, okay, scary. But I can get down with that. Like, oh, this is what my mom wanted. My dad did. Now you did it, and you didn't even know this story. I would kind of take that as a positive. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, it's enough. That's enough. If you guys have made it this far, good for you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry about your life. We hope you enjoy well, this yeah. this three-hour podcast. Well, people were really excited last week, so cool. 
Or you can think of it as uh, three podcasts a week in one-hour segments. That's there right. You go. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll cool. be back with Kristen's review hopefully soon and then the reunion. Yeah. Cool. Okay, bye. bye.